asked me in the past. I've had people ask me in the past, like, you know, DJ, you you have certain sayings. Like, you do certain things during the show that they sound like Southern. They sound kind of kind of trashy, you know, like, you know, we've we've talked about different euphemisms that I had, like pour in the rain and and uh, slap your grandma. Like, people have actually asked me, why do you talk about slapping your grandma? And I'm like, it's because of Trace Atkins. It's because of Trace Atkins, all right? That's why I talk about slapping my grandma. It's for the badonkadonk. Yeah, it is. Butter by biscuit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show. How y'all doing? Welcome in. My name is Ultimate DJs, and uh, I believe it is indeed time to get this shindig on the road. That feels like it was very, very quiet. Boom! Hold your horses. I got the Talking Trek server sound off coming your way. What's up, Spectre on server 11, Starbase on 8, Wood Cannon on 3500, on 28, Noon Whistle on 29, Iron Chef from the beautiful server 14. Actually, that might be a picture of your of your home state instead of the actual server 14. Aloha, Iron Chef. What's up, Daverick on 21, Cruzito on server 13, Wood Cannon on 35, Clapping a Kirk on server 9, Silvis on server 24, Ace in DC. <laughs> Bless your heart, that dog ain't gonna hunt around here. Uh -huh. Peter Swanson, what's going on, Cargo 15? How you doing? Moopsie. Moopsie. On server 130, Nathan on 101. How you doing? What's up? Lady Unalesca. Oh, I didn't do an announcement. Oh. Forgot about it. Okay, I'll do it in a second. I'll do it in a second. What's up, Aiden? On 53. Lloydson on 11. Sebastian on 168. 
Bearbot on 24. Zuby on server 60. Bubba is here. Everybody's looking for you, Bubba. Bearbot on 24. Dogbot on 12. Wolf on 43. Mr. Wildman on 14. Dark Knight on 178. Mad Mel um, on the same server as you, bro. Yeah, man. Good evening, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Welcome in to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Good evening and uh, and welcome in. Bubba Joe, it appears that we have forgotten to post a show announcement. See, I was I was scrambling. In all fairness, I told Bubba earlier today, hey, 4.30 to 5 o'clock. That's when I was planning on going, and I was running just a little bit late. Just a little bit late, Bubba. Uh, and so then I, I rushed here to get on the air, and then I forgot things. All right, like, like, forgot to make the announcement. Let's do that right now. Everyone, hi, happy Sunday. Bubba is back. Let's talk about lovey dubby stuff. How do you spell dubby? Lovey dubby. I thought it was dubby. Dubby? Dubby? Is it, is it dubby? Bubba, how do you spell dubby? D O V E Y. Lovey dubby stuff. <sighs> and other things. All right, uh, there you go. That's that's the announcement. That's all I can muster together right now. Is that good enough? <laughs> Bubba, I can't hear you. Did you turn your phone sideways? Or are you trying I'm to talk? Here. Oh, there you are. I... I... I was disappointed that they didn't involve Paris and Janeway in the Valentine's plot or whatever. Okay, the, first know, of all, that was never a thing, okay? They made lizard babies. It happened one night, a little too much to drink. They never talked about it again, okay? We don't need to talk about it anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, Bubba Joe is here. What's up? Hold up. Where's the... Where's the, See, I've forgotten all my... Oh, intro sounds. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen... Let me, let me try this again. Ladies and gentlemen, Bubba Joe is here. I want it all. Yes! I want it all. He's here! I want it all. I was actually really just kind of squeezing that for time, Bubba Joe. I'm posting the announcement out everywhere. Uh, and done. Okay. Uh, good afternoon, buddy. Welcome in. Uh, Bubba Joe, fresh off his uh, vacation, uh, you just got home today. You've been gone for about a week, right? I have. Um, and we're getting ready uh, to take another week, although we're going to try to do a bunch of content uh, while we're gone. Bubba Joe, it is literally like 72 hours until... Uh, I am in Melbourne, Florida to step foot on a boat, a big boat. I have had, I've been getting so much advice. Uh, I've been getting so much advice from people, Bubba, about the stuff that I'm going to need to take on said boat. Like, Pucarol. Yeah, pu I'm sorry, what? Pucarol? Is that what you just said? <laughs> uh, uh, the travel medicine. The travel medicine. You know? Yeah. Dukarol. That's a real thing. So, no, I, I'm not taking another week. First of all, first of all, work has been crazy. You guys know that, that we, we've been talking about this, Bubba. It's been a thing. Uh, and this past week, especially getting ready for another uh, trip that we're going to take time off from my normal day job, it's been even worse. Bubba, two nights this week, I worked until 10 p.m. <laughs> 
two nights this week. And Bubba, know, Bubba knows that because I called him on the way home from one of them. And he was like, wait, you're just now leaving? I'm like, yes, I'm a zombie, and I'm just now leaving work. Two times this week, I was at work until 10 o'clock in the evening just trying to get everything ready, finish up my other responsibilities. Because pretty much, Bubba Joe, when I come back, like when I come back, it should be, it should be smooth sailing. Like that's it, right? When I get back, it should be back to, to the normal thing. I told you guys it was the end of February. And I, I got to move it up a little week because I'm a little bit because I'm taking that trip, but that's just more week, more, more work you got to do in a shorter amount of time, right? Kind of, Bubba, Bubba, there. Oh, there he is. <laughs> are you are you okay? Are you tired? You've been driving a lot. I mean, I did drive like you know eight hours today. <laughs> so he's ready. He's ready to go to bed. Uh, but we do have things to get to today, and uh, we'd like to welcome in all of our audiences. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is DJs. His name is Bubba. We are broadcasting live uh, on Twitch. We're broadcasting live in Discord. We've got the simulcast uh, going on. We've got our podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Spotbox, uh, Pod Podcast, all these things. All right, so appreciate you guys all being here. YouTube Music and and Google Podcasts, all these places. So thank you guys for tuning into the content. Appreciate that. We do have things to talk about uh, this week, and we're going to start on those right on the other side of this initial break. Bubba Joe, um, we had talked. There has been a lot of community response as to whether or not we would prefer to do a show with like all the elements or if we should just come on and do a show. And some people have said, you know, we like some of us. I don't like the stupid news. Other people are like, yeah, I guess I do like the stupid news. But we would rather have a show than no stupid news. So today is one of those days, Bubba. I have uh, no uh, commercial elements, so we're just gonna we're just gonna get into the show, all right? But we do still have to take our our breaks like we ordinarily would over on Twitch because they don't care if we have content or not. So uh, hey, Vic, good to see you too. So that's right, we're just winging it. We're going to do like uh, back at Mariner. We're just going to wing it. Ice Wolf, you got it. Um, people always say, I don't like the stupid news, but they actually do. I agree with you, Vic. I think everybody loves the stupid news. Most of all, Bubba Joe, who I believe is a huge stupid news fan. So we're going to take this break. That and would be fake news. I don't think so. See, I got something for you, Bubba Joe. We're going to take our break. I'm going to deliver like one maybe stupid news story just that I just kind of made up on the on on the spur of the moment and we're going to see how it goes and then we're going to welcome back in all our audiences and we're going to get into it lots have happened uh, lots has happened in the game here this Valentine's week including what some people might call a really significant high with this event that paid out historically good rewards but was it worth it and then other people complaining about the screen time and then of course right before that we had this massive debacle with the new holodeck building we're going to talk a little bit about that and find out whether or not that is a big deal or whether it's not and what the connotations of that are what it meant for members of our community we're going to talk about that uh, all here today and we're going to begin right on the other side of this break thank you guys so very much i do appreciate you being here. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, back right after these words. Uh, and, Bubba, I'm going to I'm gonna do this for you now. You stupid! <laughs> no!
All right, that's uh, that's it. It's time for the news. Uh, Bubba Joe, I really didn't have much. I told you I didn't prepare anything. Uh, but I, I was just kind of perusing around some of the uh, some of the headlines, and I got this story. All right, which kind of puzzled me a little bit and scared me at the same time. Did you know, Bubba Joe, that uh, there was an actual documented real world case of bubonic plague? A bubonic plague diagnosed in Oregon last week. Did you know about this? I did not. The bubonic plague was diagnosed in Oregon. You know, I'm serious. You know you're living in interesting times when the bubonic plague actually sounds a little bit old-fashioned. But yeah, it happened in uh, Oregon this past week. Officials say the patient caught the disease from his sick cat, which begs the question, why was I in Oregon? <laughs> Like I said, I just made it up on, just made it up at the top of my head. All right, just leave me alone. Um, William Post, the inventor of the Pop Tart. Shut up, Anan! All right, I tried. I didn't prep anything. I went very, very quick. Uh, William Post, the man credited with inventing the Pop Tart, passed away this week in Michigan after a private funeral attended by those friends and family. <laughs> He'll be launched into his grave. Using an oversized toaster. Uh, no, seriously, in, in uh, all seriousness, at the time of his death, Williams was 96, Bubba Joe, which coincidentally is actually about the shelf life of an average Pop-Tart. So there you go. Yes! <laughs> hmm. All right. That's really all I got. Bubba Joe, do you have anything you want to make up in sports? Bless that man. Bless him. <laughs> Bless that soul. All right. Uh, let me see. Do we have, uh, have anything else? Bubba Joe, let me just look at, at sports here real quick. Oh. Nope. Got nothing. Nothing Nothing coming to mind here. <laughs> um, I do want to... Uh, oh, there was Super Bowl news. I missed that. No, I watched the Super Bowl. I did watch the Super Bowl. Bubba, did you watch the Super Bowl? Of course. Of course. Well, obviously we watched the Super Bowl. Um, including all of the... Right? That's why you watch for the commercials? Those million dollar commercials? Bubba, how do you feel about the commercials this year? I thought they were okay. Maybe they not were okay. They were okay. Not super great, but okay. It was all right. Actually, if you, if you really want to talk, because we've got one minute left on our, on our ad break. Peter Swanson says, who cares is the real question. Obviously, we care. Uh, Bubba Joe, thumbs up, thumbs down on the halftime show. Crazy enough, I thought Ursher did okay. I thought it was a pretty good halftime Ursher? show. Ursher. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I he heard Tay Tay got MVP. Uh, Tay Tay did get MVP. Uh, yeah, that's right. Ursher, baby. Oh, Bel Air said it was bad. You didn't like the halftime show? I actually thought it was pretty good. You know, one thing that I actually really liked about that halftime show is it was real. Okay. There was no lip syncing. You could tell. You can tell when it's a live performance, Bubba Joe. Like, they might be a little bit out of breath. They might actually hit one note that's not right. He was real. Dragon Keeper says it sucked so bad. Really? It was not good. Oh, I thought it was good. I liked it. Yes, Usher. <laughs> it's Usher, but the, we're friends. That's what we know each other as. All right, he's Usher. Um, the Red Piano was good. I like that. I thought Ludacris was great. I thought it was.
was good. All right. Maybe not. Bubba Joe, you didn't like it, huh? No. Mm, that's sad. Okay. Well, there's that. We can talk about that a little bit better. Uh, a little bit more later. Yeah. Don't forget about Dre. Yeah. Uh, how about Alicia Keys? Looking phenomenal. Lil John. Okay. I mean, seriously? You guys don't... That was a blast from my past. I thought it was great, man. I, I was beamed back to, like, high school and college days, Bubba Joe. Maybe that's why I liked it so much. It was really... I thought it was great. <laughs> why didn't you like it? Why didn't you like it, Bubba? I just didn't think it was very good. I thought last year's show was significantly superior. I can't actually think of a show that I liked worse than this one. <laughs> I don't even remember last year's show. Who did last year's show? That's right, Nathan. Uh, Super Bowl halftimes are reminding me that I'm getting old. I and mean, that's probably true. Rihanna was last. That's right. Rihanna was last year. See now. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I like Riri, but I think Usher's show was better. Just saying. We could spend an hour talking about this, Bubba. All right, but <laughs> Riri was fire, says Nathan. All right, fine. Baba, uh, Baba Yaga says, first of all, why are you guys watching the halftime show? That's when you restock on drinks and snacks. Maybe. That's uh, it's possibly a thing. Anyway, listen, it, uh, it, set up, <laughs> it set up a spectacular week, didn't it, Bubba? Um, the Super Bowl was on Sunday. We obviously took uh, the day off. We did some content Saturday <clears throat> to, uh, to uh, make up for the fact that we weren't going to be here Sunday so that we got to watch the Super Bowl. And then Monday happened and Tuesday happened and Valentine's happened. And, and uh, we haven't been with you this week because I've worked like 15-hour days. But uh, here we are. And a lot happened this past week. Um, we, we could start maybe rever working in reverse order, Bubba Joe, to talk about the Valentine's event. Although you probably don't have a lot of insight into that because... You were very upset earlier this week, and and did you even play the Valentine's event, DJ? I installed the game on Monday. Monday, Monday. So so you haven't been back a lot. Of, so let, I guess we should start here. We could talk about the Valentine's event because crazy if enough, if you would like to talk about whatever you would like, you can. Well, the Valentine's event turned into turned into something good. All right, and and I feel like. You know what? Hunter says it was a terrible event. It was trash. And I'll tell you why it's not. Okay. And, and a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, even Karkin and I had had a couple of words, not not rude words or anything. But we were we were on the opposite side of this fence. Karkin, you we came in. You came in and you said, shot. yeah, you said, hey, listen, I didn't like this event. You said double the points oh. and it would be manageable. No, no, no. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it was a, a heavy burden. It was very difficult, very long, you know, uh, lots of screen time. It was a lot of effort. Okay. I didn't say I didn't like it. Down the line, if you, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this just for a minute. All right. Because I think, I think some people really missed, missed the intent of this thing. Other people I don't think did. Uh, and, and other people did what they wanted to do, which was exactly the intent of this event. Okay. Wildman says a lot of effort. Okay. Uh, Wave Hostel should have been worth more. All right. Zod says best event in forever. Okay. How about this? Ginmon says super grindy, but paid very well to those who were able to finish. What about those who didn't finish? Did it still pay well for the amount of effort that you had to put in? This was the point of this event, I believe. And it was something crazy to me uh, because I, I actually 
got to talk to this event uh, creator very closely. He told me about two months ago that he was planning on doing something like this, and I thought, man, this is going to be great. This is going to be really good because, in my mind, it was the epitome of player choice. It was also the epitome of Kobayashi Maru. Okay? Now, Spectre says the event failed because there was no upfront communication about it. Who cares? Who cares? This was very self-explanatory. Super self-explanatory. And, and, and more than that, what communication would have been necessary, Dragon Keeper? Let me ask, what communication would you have wanted on this event? Because the event description, the instructions were clear, the avatars worked, the scoring worked, the event cards were very specific. It, it worked. There were no bugs. The armadas were only going to affect the leader avatar. Okay. That worked. Karkin, in, seven, in 72 hours, they identified and communicated that within 90 minutes. Fair? Well, I, didn't, I wasn't surprised. It's the Spock down bug. For of avatars. course it is. Everything for Armadas only applies to the one person. So, of course, it's only going to be the first person's avatar. Of okay. Course. All right. I, hadn't, I wasn't surprised at all. But even then, even then, they came out and communicated that particular, if you even want to call it a bug, but okay, they communicated that uh, within 90 minutes. You still had 70 and a half hours to do something else. Didal yeah, says... Yeah, when I started the event page was showing the reading right there that it's the leader avatar. So yeah, they were right on it. Sure. Uh, right here. Didal says as a free to play, I obtained 180 epic shards. Now, Baminka says terrible given how much screen time it required to actually have rewards. Well, let's talk about the definition of that. Okay. Let's talk about the definition of that. How much time did it require and where did you start getting rewards? Cause let me tell you, I spent, and, and this is what's going to be crazy about this, all right, uh, because I have a very unique perspective. As a matter of fact, for those of you in Twitch, and, and I'll just tell you in podcast form, uh, for those of you who can see my screen right now, let me just show you something wild. I have not yet built my NX-01. Scopely did, in fact, give it to me, all right? You can see here that it's built and ready to collect. I spent, I've spent no time in the game. All right, clearly, I've spent very little time in the game. Scopely gave me this content. They want me to promote it. Sorry, haven't gotten around to it. I'm working 15-hour days. Haven't been able to do it, okay? This tells you how little time I've spent in the game. Let me also show my battle pass, where you guys are going to see that I'm probably 40 to 50,000 points behind, okay? I, I have done nothing in Star Trek Fleet Command over the last several days. I tried to hit some hostiles today. You guys, if you guys are watching, you can see all my ships are dead. Wham and Wardot are all over me. Okay, here's my battle pass, 170,000 points. I've done nothing. Nothing. Okay? So let me ask, how much time do people believe that I spent on this event? The Valentine's Day event. Over the 72 hours. Was it 72 or 96, by the way? I think it was 72. I don't remember. 72 hours, says Spectre. Okay. Crazy says 72 hours on the event. Very good. How much time do you guys think that I, that I spent? Okay. I, and I'm just curious. And I'm asking. Bubba, and I would even ask you. You know, I've been talking to you a lot. All right. In, in off time driving to work. You know the schedule. How much time do you actually think I spent 
play in the game? Not much. Very, very little. Okay. Forgotten Sex says maybe three hours. And crazy enough, I was going to say maybe two. Okay. I was going to say probably two hours. But that I, first day you were in there, little, you booted me out of an armada. Just kidding. Oh, did I? <laughs> well, in fairness, so Karkin is a, is a living testament to the fact that I was a terrible teammate as well, Bubba. Shocking. I know that nobody can believe that because I wasn't we, calling so in. Armadas going, it was just going. Yeah, yeah just there was like 10. Forever. There was like 10 armadas going. And so I would just show up. I wasn't even calling in. I, okay. I, just, I, didn't get mad. I didn't get mad. I just showed up. In fairness, Karkin, I did also start a bunch. But and and so oh, yeah, no, I wasn't lying. <laughs> I didn't get mad. I was like, hey, there's DJs. He's getting his stuff done. I was See, trying because I, I didn't, didn't have a whole lot of time. It was probably a couple hours. He's so busy. He doesn't even have time to stay in. He's just, just get him in there. <laughs> I was on the computer. I would click one. I'd go back to work. All right. So I started a bunch. I was trying to help out my team a little bit, but I'm sure I bumped some people. I apologize in advance if I did that. But probably so, Karkin, you were there when I was playing. Probably what two, two and a half hours. Did you see a single armada run by me or see me in a circle after that first day? No, no, it kind of just disappeared. Yeah. No time. So probably about two and a half, maybe two, we'll say between two and three hours. You know what I finished with, guys? And this is where I want to come back to the required screen time for any kind of payout. I got 43 epic shards of the doctor. 43 epic shards of the doctor for about two and a half hours of time through the whole tier or no, 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 I didn't even get through the whole tier. I got, I, you know, everybody was running armadas with different avatars. Our team played this Mm -hmm. maybe accidentally, but it was also really smart because we had a bunch of team leaders. We had a bunch of armada starters that were all wearing different avatars. So if you were bopping around and going to all the armadas, you were scoring points in multiple events. All right, but let me let me say, Karkin, exactly that point. I scored partial progress in all four of those events and still total got 43 shards. Now, that was not nearly what the potential was from this event. How many people saying, how many people out there uh, got 50 shards, 70 shards, 100 shards? Does anybody know what the event offered? I can't remember. I did sort of do some math on it, but I, I don't remember what my numbers were. 210. 210 epic shards. You know what else? You know what else? They did not limit the store. You had four different events, but you could have sank all 200 shards into a singular officer. Now, Bubba Joe, obviously... It's been a hard week. I was waiting for the cooldown to come up. Like right. for me to be clicking you expected and be like, that shoot to drop. That's right. You expected that shoot to drop. All right. You knew that that shoot, that there was a limit coming. Now, Bubba, obviously lots of emotions this week, and we're going to talk about this in a moment. But as we reverse course kind of chronologically here, let me just ask you, when was the last time that you can recall an event or series of events, no matter how grindy, that made it possible to award 210 epic shards to a free-to-play player in three days. I cannot think of one. Can't think of one. This, This event, crazy enough, 
the, 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 barring the time that you had to put in, maybe the number. But I don't even know if it could be a maybe. Bubba, the best ev- holiday event of all time. I feel like we could still go back and and maybe give it two. Right? There was Christmas of twenty one, and then there was the uh, April Fools of twenty one. Right? The triple event. Do you, have we had a holiday event store? Better than this one ever. I come back and I, I, you know, the Tribble event, you could quantify that one. The Tribble event awarded exactly 100 epic shards of the Tribble. You could unlock the Tribble with that event, except this event doubled down. Most shards ever paid out. The original Gummy event, Wham says, one of his favorites, still didn't pay out the same. Moopsie says 210 epic shards valued at what by Scopely money-wise? About $800. Ballpark, give or take. That's Scopely's valuation, not ours. Okay, that's sco- but that's a real evaluation from Scopely. We've seen it. Okay, best paying holiday event ever since AJ. The cost of the armadas to get. I know there's some variables with number of people doing it, but if you were to be the starter for each one of those, what's the cost of the armadas then? Oh, big time. As a matter of fact, I told yeah. uh, I was told by a player, and obviously he played in some. Okay. He didn't go and, and I'm sure he didn't start all these, but I had a player and honestly, God, I, I wish I could remember his name so I could show you the screenshot. He finished all four events, all four events, spent 11,000 uncommon Armada directives and spent 40 hours doing it. So let me ask for those of you who finished the whole thing. How much time did you put in this event? Now, this is where Karkin Two and I. Quick this is, Two blessed quick starts. Okay, but listen, you can't have that many quick starts. You literally can't have that many quick starts. This dude Nobody ran. Was having what you could. That was the day to play with him. <laughs> well, yeah, that was certainly the day to do it. This guy spent 40 hours. And 11,000 uncommon directives. Now, first of all, the fact that it was uncommon directives, amazing, right? God, could you imagine the sentiment if they did it with rares and epics? And you're right, Wham. Time is money. I completely agree, which is why I love the fact that this possibility was here. Okay? Love the fact that this event was here. Because what players missed on this, at least I think some, was that this was essentially a Kobayashi Maru event. I mean, guys, 72-hour event. some tweaks, yeah. 72-hour event. Look in the chat. 40 hours, 30 hours, 27 hours. Okay? Players put stupid amounts of time into this event. I want to know how many Valentine's Day's dinners got ruined. Like, hold on, honey. I just got to join this armada. That's right. Genmon, 30 hours. Okay? Now, uh, Hunter says, no thanks. Guess what? Me too. Me too. No thanks. I played in what I could do. I played in what I could do. And then I I didn't do anything else. Okay? Energy on the second day for armadas. That was great. Well, I'll tell you this. All right. Another armada event. In speaking to the event designer after this event went live and after seeing some of the initial controversy, some of the initial complaining, even if you will, from certain players uh, and certain members of even the player advisory council, we're looking at this and we're talking, 
Like, holy cow, people are complaining about screen time. Now, I, I, I agree. I don't have the screen time. I have finally hit my limit. Okay? Honest to God, I haven't built the NX-01. I am out of Borg stuff. Okay? I, I have no time to keep up with everything. I am finally with you guys when I say just maintaining the game is too much for me anymore. Bubba, you've said that same thing. Like, we've stacked loop on top of loop on top of loop, and we are approaching critical mass in which there is not enough time for a reasonable player to be able to do everything that needs to be done in a day. We're there. Okay? We're there. And then they launch an event that will take 20, 30, or maybe even 40 hours to complete. What are they thinking? Jerks! The term mind-numbing comes to mind. God, How I felt on the second day. Thank you, Psyduck. Thank you, Psyduck. This was a choose-your-own-adventure. No cost. Time and grind only. Time and opportunity to engage exactly what we have been asking for. When the designer of this event came to me two months ago and said, do you think that players are going to be angry? And Cruzito, you say time is a cost. That's fine. But we're also talking free-to-play versus and grind as compared to spend. Now, we're not going to blur this line today. We are not. Because I complain, you guys complain, when there is a spend-only event. We've complained about this. Bubba, this is not new news. You and I have both championed up here on this, on this stage talking about there should always be an engagement form of participation. I hate events that are only able to be completed by swiping a card. Okay? I don't like them. I very rarely play in them. That's why I don't do the gotchas. That's why I don't do this stuff. If there's an engagement piece to it, cool. I very rarely will swipe a card just to do an event. I've done it, but I don't like it. Bubba, you've said the same thing. When I feel forced to do something, I don't want to do it. But if I can pay to speed it up and it feels good to me, then maybe I will. Okay? Now, I, I, think, I think Bubba's being quiet because he doesn't want to – He, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm putting words in my, in my friend's mouth, but he's, he's, very, he's still very angry at Scopely. He probably doesn't want to participate in something where I'm actually bragging on him. A am I wrong, Bubba? <laughs> You're being very quiet, my friend. I have nothing to participate in because I did not see the event. All right. Fair enough. I did not see the payouts. I did not see what was involved. I have been disconnected from anything Star Trek Fleet Command related since Monday. They broke him. They broke Bubba. That's right, Joker. Monday, they broke Bubba. And it's unfortunate because Bubba probably would have actually really liked this event. But he was steaming. And we're going to talk about why here in a minute. Dragon Keeper says, how did they break him? He's going to sound off to you guys. I wanted him to come on the show today to do exactly what we always do and represent the voice of the players. And this one's going to be a loud voice. Okay. Zandy says a lot of us reaching the, the breaking point. Absolutely. Th there are. That's not a false statement. Scopely's got to open their eyes and look at things. But on the other hand, on the other hand, they do something like this Valentine's event, which is a true holiday event. No cost, unless you wanted to do it faster with rare and epic directives. Uh, engagement driven with rewards that were worth the time that you put in it, probably, that's up to you, obviously. Some people said, not worth it. Me? I didn't do it all. 43 shards, that's all I could do. That's all I had time to do. And it was still worth it. 
it was still worth it to me to spend that two and a half hours to get 43 shards. Okay, There were 210 available shards. And Karkin, this was something that you and I talked about in, in our chat the other day. Here was the intent of this event. The intent of the event was Kobayashi Maru. Because, by the way, did the rewards tie to the event in any way, shape, or form? In other words, if I participated in the doctor's event, could I only buy doctor shards? No, you were fully able to purchase all other shards. Wait, so if I participated in the Janeway event, but wanted to buy doctor shards, I could do that? Yes. However, based on the, fa the, the fact they added the rep increase for the amount of shards as you increased, mm -hmm. did push. If you wanted a certain officer to get the most value, you had to hit the end of the chain to be able to get the most for your ticket for that officer choice. Oh, so ticket. it really did push you to want to at least finish what one ticket? whole, the ticket things that they're, they were tickets. You mean the currency, the, the event store currency? Yes, the currency that you used okay. to purchase the shares. Let's be very careful. They were, okay. called they were called tickets. I was being very specific. All right. The Valentine's tokens. Okay. 100 tickets per chest. No, you got three shards per ticket or, or per chest. Okay. Uh, long story short. And, and I don't disagree, Dragon Girl. Everybody was in a daze. All right. Hundreds of Armadas 24-7. But Why? You only got three per ticket, but if you got all the way to the end, you could get six per ticket. Three, four, five. Like if you maxed out your rep with that certain officer, it oh. increased your shard count from no kidding from below to six. Oh no! That's another amazing thing that I didn't even know about. That's well, good. Amazing, Corkin, That's changed great. It, from Kobe it was great. It was great. But it changed it from a Kobayashi Maru style. Like, it still has that growth aspect. But you were incentivized to want to finish at least the officer tier all the way to the end before you did any purchasing so that you could maximize your shirt. <laughs> you could then use all, your other, all the other all event right. stuff to feed that officer, <laughs> depending on how you wanted to do it. All right, Dragon Keeper. I'll come back. I'll actually come back and say I didn't know about that. All right. So that would have been cool to communicate. <laughs> All right. In fairness, Dragon Keeper, I'll give you two points on that one. I actually didn't know about that. Which also it was communicated. It, oh, was it was in the event description. It was very it was there was a long <laughs> description of how many tiers you had to get to eat reach each. Fair enough. Action. All right, so it was in there. <laughs> Engineer says it was in the event description. Star Fox says it's, it was in the event. Thank you, Herps. It was in the event description. You know what? My fault. My fault for not reading it. Okay? I missed it. Clearly communicated, says old school days. Herp says reading is hard. I, that's on me. I will stand here right now and tell you, oops, that's on me. Not on Scopely. That's on me. I didn't read it. It was right there. And for that reason, I probably could have gotten more shards. I was only paying. Oh, I was only paying. I was paying three or uh, paying a hundred for three shards. So I probably should have gotten more. All right, probably should have gotten more. My fault. Demolition dude says I'm with you, DJ. I didn't read. I probably got messed up too because I only got thirty shards in total. <laughs> I'm right with you, buddy. I only got forty. All right, I'm with you. But you know what? 
this event was so beautifully done. So beautifully done. And and what I wanted to communicate, Karkin, what you said, the event description, or uh, not the event description, the, the intent of this event, Kobayashi Maru, choose your own adventure. All right, I will admit that there was incentive to getting to the end of one of those chains before you started pulling the shards. They communicated that, at least. All right, But this was an event that was not meant for the normal average person to complete, I mean, guys, 30 hours, 40 hours, 50 hours. So, Karkin, this was kind of my, my thing. At first, I kind of felt like it was a little bit hypocritical for us to complain about screen time during this event because they clearly dangled the golden carrot, okay? It certainly wasn't required. And you certainly probably weren't intended to do them all. Not all four officer milestones all the way. Probably not. No. But if you could have gotten your ideal officer, your, your choice officer, all the way to the you know finish line of their milestones and then used all the other whatever you've gotten from the other ones to feed that, you know, you, you probably would have done well and been very happy with your your effort and rewards. Sure. And, and McSurgeon points out that it was possible to do them all. But, <laughs> which you're right, possible. But so are Kobayashi Maru things. We've seen Kobayashi Maru in the past. Remember during the Worms event, and then there's been other Armadas uh, events where Kobayashi Maru is a thing. And the same conversation happened, and we had to come back and say, listen, they, they put 50 milestones in here, but only because they figured that was enough. Like, you can't just have unlimited milestones. Like, the game doesn't work that way. They've got to do the math. They've got to set the milestones. They probably figured four events with 50 milestones each was probably enough. This, this event was a pretty good example of you get what you put in. Oh, thank you, Blue. 1,000%. We've talked about that. Even with the Kobayashi Maru, you get what you put in. The amount of time that you want to put in is what you get out of it, and maybe it did scale up a little bit towards the end, but that's cool. That's extra reward for the super engagers, Karkin. It's still, it's still good. Yeah. No, it was... I managed to tier both Janeway and the Doctor. I mean, for a three-day holiday event, that's pretty stout. Yeah. No, it was... It took everything I, you know, all my time right to the last, you know, hour before I had to go to bed before work, you know, type deal. But I, I, I did manage to get, you know, just what I needed to get them both up all the way. I think it was like a, something like a, what well, was 2,900 tickets? Well, at the six yard. My Janeway and Doctor were in the same place, so I just I picked Doctor because I went Doctor as well. All my Janeway crews had the Doctor in them, and all my non-Janeway crews still have the Doctor in them. So, (laughs) yeah, I I ran with the Doctor as well. I did not get to tear him up uh, because I only did like forty some shards. Uh, But again, forty shards is actually a pretty daggone good good chunk there. Okay, and so I guess what I wanted to come out. I don't I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. But I do want to come out and point out, okay, that this kind of event design looked overwhelming. But, guys, please, please don't look a gift horse in the mouth. This was probably blue. Would you rank this the best holiday event ever? Because I think it could have been. I think for me, it is. It's a bold statement. I'd be 
I'd just be kind of safe about it to say top three. But, Fair enough. Uh, definitely, definitely, you know, definitely an S tier holiday event. S tier holiday event meant to drive engagement without spend and meant to further reward those who simply had the time and or willpower to engage. And on top of that, choice rewards. As far as an again, as far as an event, yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, my fault. But by the the fact that it didn't really thematically tie into a Valentine's Day, aside from the avatars that they gave us for it, like the officers weren't romantically tied. Like in the Don't past, care. they've had. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Love, I love. I love. They just like. <laughs> let's see if they care. Oh, they don't. <laughs> I get it. I get it, and I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Okay. I, I hear what you're saying. Narratively, would have been cool to have a, a romantic tie to it. But you know what? Okay. In this case, I was willing to forgive the story because the rewards were so stupid good. How about a Valentine's for the loveless? You know, right? There you go, right? For hey, who was meant to actually play well, in this event? Kim be in there. All right, like, <laughs> who was actually playing forty hours in this event? It was probably people who didn't have to take anybody out to dinner. Just, just throw that out there. You didn't have Valentine's Day event plans, so you got to spend forty hours on this event, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> Cruzito's like, oh, I take that very personally. I Cruzito's <laughs> yeah, like, my Valentine was doctor. All I'm saying is, um, Friedman says, you know, specific griping aside, I would be cool if they ran this again. Jules Verne says, I want it again. Everywhere it matters says, would you well, rather be playing for data and yar? Yeah. No. Unfor- un- These were great. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, Scobie's just gonna be like, okay. Let's take this feedback in. They loved it. All right. How do we ruin it? (laughs) Just like, how do we destroy it and never show it again? Uh, I know. It it was. I feel like, so (sighs) take it in, everyone. And probably the last time it's ever this good. Well, maybe. Maybe. But you know what? Somebody who spent their anniversary doing this event. Kudos and hats off to this event designer for probably one of what the chat is saying. One of the best events ever. All right. And I think right here is where a thoughtful, objective player okay, can can summarize this conversation by saying it's more than just screen time. Blue, this is going to sound like a very bold and maybe even dangerous statement, but I think I observed something different this past week when it, with regards to screen time is maybe it's not the screen time that pisses us off. It's the requirement to keep up. It's the requirement or the have to engage in this loop. The all or nothing obligation. The all or nothing obligation to engage in something because here was one where players were willing to spend 50 hours. Why? Because the rewards were fantastic. It's not a recurring obligation. It's certainly not a loop. It doesn't represent daily obligation or no progress. This is a very careful distinction that I need players to to be aware of when they're thinking about this event. This event was not 
a required loop kind of thing. When we talk about daily obligations of screen time, it was, it was a one off. It was a one off opportunity at a huge injection of rewards. Wood Cannon says it put me behind on my dailies, but you know what? That's okay. For one or two days, you skipped your dailies to get two hundred epic shards. Yeah, well, it puts you. I bet you put you ahead in armadas. Uh, I don't care how many Armada events I've seen. I don't think I've ever seen as many Armada events run. Like, Armada's ran, except during this event. <laughs> well, it was It big. was ridiculous. It was big. And so, players, be real careful when we talk about the screen time reward, because some people even came and talked about this event with the screen time obligation. And I'm like, you know what? Be careful with that. This was meant to be an incompletable event. I mean, seriously, there is no way that the designer of this event actually expected people to play 50 hours of Armadas. There is no way that that was the expectation. He built this event to give you guys the, the deepest rewards, the deepest rewards and the deepest opportunity. And, and uh, by the way, great selection of officers as well. He built this to be exactly that. You get what you give. You know, yeah, the reason why you see so much like positive reception on the event is because it was built so br to cover so many different play styles of engagement, just where in terms of what you, you got, what you put in, where even like the most hardcore who always complain, it's not enough content and all the ones at the other end, it's not enough. It's like too much content. They all got what they were willing to put in. Exactly. I got that's a great model. I, to even me, I felt like the for the two hours I put in, I got 40 shards. <laughs> Is that what you guys did? No, a lot of you guys did way better than me, but that's all I put in. Do I deserve the 200 shards that somebody spent 30 hours grinding out? Hell no. I put two hours in. You see what I'm saying? This, Blue, you're exactly right. You get what you give. There was something for everyone, no matter your level of engagement. And again, I just kind of come back and say to players who were critical of this event, please recognize it for what it was. Yes, if you feel like you've got to complete everything, then you probably felt a monumental task ahead of you. But if you recognize this for what it was, man, probably could not have been much better than this. All right. Very, very well done. And according to the chat, at least our chat here looks to be very, very well received. And kudos to this holiday event designer. Very, very well done. Nice job. All right. Um, listen. Yeah, Ursa Major says, a great event if you have a super active alliance. I, I can't imagine some griefers around there, uh, Blue, with, you know, one man alliance might have might have not been as happy <laughs> right might have yeah. might have not been quite as happy um, why do they never make content for me <laughs> yeah, i don't know all right but uh fantastic fantastic uh event there and i and i wanted so so here i guess is is where this uh this transition now is gonna is gonna bring me down okay because valentine's day week didn't bring with it just loves all right it also brought losses and we're going to talk about that on the other side of this break. What happened on Monday? Why has Bubba Joe uninstalled the game? And what message does he have to deliver to the powers that be? We're going to discuss that on the other side of this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Please go nowhere. This is a must-hear segment coming up right after these words. 
And with that, we are in a commercial break here on Twitch. So the the Discord and, and the podcast, you guys get a little bit of something extra. Let me just ask very quickly for those who are in the chat, if you want to raise your hand very quickly, we've got a couple of minutes. Uh, or I could even ask Bubba Joe, all right? And, and I, I don't even want to preface this. I, I, Bubba, I want to remember this point, all right, uh, when we get towards the end of your segment because I want to know if it is possible in your mind that these two could uh, be related in some way. But uh, we, we are going to talk about that on the other side of the break. Looking into the chat, I see Kirk saying, let Bubba loose. Bubba Joe, um, as we get ready to return for break here in about two minutes, for those listening in podcast or those listening in our live studio audience, what what are we prepared for here? What should we prepare for here? And what is your state of mind coming into this next two minutes? And we don't have Bubba. He's I'm here. There you are. Are you just thinking? You're contemplating. It's like, get your beeper ready. Yeah. Daddy Dave says, it's a sad day when I saw the message Bubba I, Joe has I, left the Alliance. You know, uh, it's, uh, you know, I swear a lot, right, Karkin? So clearly we're going to need to uh, beep out a bunch of things. Here. <laughs> um, oh, Bubba, come on. Starting so soon. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, it is. It is an unfortunate story. It is a disappointing story, and it is a fully avoidable story. Um. Yeah. It, Silva says you sound depressed about it. I'll tell you. You know, Bubba and I have actually spent a great deal of time this week, uh, kind of talking about this. Bubba, we had even. Even early in the week, that phone call was probably an hour, hour and a half, um, where I was talking to to my friend and trying to understand and, and trying to make sure I, I fully comprehended what had happened in his position, his opinion, and and you know why his emotions were the way that they were. And and Bubba, by the end of that conversation, uh, in alignment, right? Like I did, I understand, I understood. Um, and, and it's hard to even kind of prepare this segment, um, because I get it right. Uh, and it's, and it's, I don't know it. Um, I keep hoping I even sent him a message earlier today, change of heart. And the answer was no, not really, you know? Uh, so it is, uh, with a heavy heart that we, we kind of open up into this next segment as Bubba Joe mentioned earlier in the show, I really have no opinion. I did not play this event. I did not participate in this event because on Monday, Monday, February the 12th, Baba Joe uninstalled the game, left the content creator program, and, and left with a stern message to those in charge. So Bubba, I, at this point, I'm going to hand over the stage and because it's not just a what happened, right? There are there are perspectives to consider. There are. Let's start with this. What did actually happen? Sure. So um, I, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to have anyone start mid mid story. Twitch is back. I assume. Yes, we are back. So. 
let's go back to the second day of the arc if we can. So the second day of the arc, um, as is pretty typical with every arc where we get a new feature, uh, day two of the arc launches a pack to upgrading your holodeck, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, as I am known to do, bought a pack, started upgrading. And anybody who's ever done anything in this game knows that as you are upgrading new content, especially content that has either refinery or bundle claims, uh, was collecting those as I was leveling it up, right? So I would upgrade the building and then I would go to my gifts tab and see if I have a new chest to claim and there would be, and I would claim it. And I repeated this process. Um, I was able to repeat this process without buying an additional pack until I got to level 30 on the holodeck, which is the peak. The max, right? Yeah. So, so in other words, what we're saying is, is that the, when you claim that bundle, it was rewarding enough credits back for you to then proceed to the next level to to actually build yeah, the next so, level like what so we what it was actually doing what it was actually doing so i want to make sure that we're talking in in facts here so what it actually was doing it was refunding the previous levels spend so if the last level cost you 1200 tokens that next chess once you completed that gave you 1200 tokens right so every level, it wasn't giving you what you needed to upgrade. It gave you what you just spent to upgrade. Okay. Does that make sense? So basically, it was refunding. It didn't refund. It was a refund. It, yes. Yeah. It refunded everything that you just spent for that level. So if the building cost right. 500 credits, upon building it, they gave you 500 credits back. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So... Um, Scopely realizes this about an hour in, um, decides that they're unhappy with this situation and they pull the pack because under their thought process was the pack was bugged. The pack was not bugged despite what was implied. Otherwise the pack was not bugged. The pack had roughly the same materials as you would expect to see in a day one limited pack, like every other day one limited pack for every other feature that's ever been released. Mm Mm-hmm. And it had about 50% more, and I don't even remember what the thing is, but I'm going to call them widgets, than the normal pack did, which is pretty standard for a limit one pack. I didn't do anything egregious. I didn't do anything bad. I didn't buy multiple copies of a limit one pack. I didn't use any other sort of shenanigans to be able to do anything. All I did, all players like me did, was buy a pack and engage in the loop like we would have for any other feature. Okay? Fair enough. So what be we're very clear on that point. So what we're saying is is and and this was something that that a lot of the moderators felt. This was something the game the game lets you do it, right? We've talked about this Bubba. What is an exploit, right? Let let's just be non PC here. We've talked about the game in the past what was intended, what was not intended, what's an exploit, what's not an exploit, what the game lets you do versus what the game shouldn't allow you to do without normal or or without abnormal participation with the game or its client, right? Um, That's what we're talking about here. Was it indeed an exploit 
or rather just a bug that the building was refunding all the credits back. All right. Certainly exploit seems to be the wrong, wrong word. Game lets you do it. It didn't do any, like you just said, you didn't buy extra packs. You didn't use a fake client. You didn't use any hacks, nothing like that. Just bad coding, right? Bina, the, the bundle gave things back that it wasn't supposed to give back. Now, Bubba, this was my first question to you, was that we've been in this boat before, right? Yep. And and my question to you, when you reached out to me that day, very, very upset, all right? And and my original person... I was, I was not upset the first day. So well, okay, so let's, fair. let's get yeah. through the first day. Yeah, let's, let's get continue. through the first day. So yeah. in the first day, so about an hour in, they go, hey, problem, we're going to pull this pack, we're going to pull the other pack. And it turns out that didn't slow anyone down because the pack was never the problem. So then about 15, 20 minutes after that, they end up pulling the redemption chest, realizing that that was the problem. Sure. Fine. Then they decide to pull the event. Now, granted, me and players like me, we've scored in the event. We've scored very highly in this event. That was the reason to engage in this building. At that the time. from the building. Right, at that time. Like, you, you, you could have bought into the building before you could have bought into the building later but they're as scopely typically does launched before i don't think the pack launched fair but you didn't you you could have bought in a week later the reason that the event was up was to incentivize early spend like scopely always does right they're going to put up an event they're going to put up a pack a special pack yada 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 you're going to buy now because there's an event running right correct okay correct so Scopely in what they decided was we don't like the way this event went right because now that they've pulled the pack and they've pulled the redemption bundle the people that were online within the first hour of event reset have this advantage over the rest of the players so they decide to pull the leaderboard event they leave the milestone pull the leaderboard event as well and they put an announcement out that they will be doing some compensation for the pulled leaderboard event okay fine Okay. I'm okay with that. This is not the first time. None of this is the first time any of this has ever happened, right? Okay. So, so up to this point, they pulled the event down, event that had progress from players, and they said, listen, this isn't performing the way that we thought. We weren't expecting players to get to level 30 with, with a singular pack, and therefore, Bubba, you had a bunch of ties at the top of the leaderboard because... Everybody was getting the exact same progress in the building, right? A hundred bucks lets you max the building, and therefore you had multiple people in a bracket tied for first place because they maxed the 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 building as high as they could go, and it didn't have a secondary scoring well, metric, right? Yes, it did. There was a secondary scoring metric. The secondary scoring metric was any building, right? Any so that building did exist. So that so they had that, and of course that was like ten points as opposed to like a point per widget. So like. My my score, I believe, at the end was like a hundred or one one point five million plus some change, and then I could add ten to that, right? So if there sure. were multiple people tied, that you could, right? Now, what I saw on most servers is that there would be one person who knew this or did this. There were a few servers where it was four or five, but for the most part, it was like one person, and it would have looked no different than if that person. If the redemptions hadn't been doing anything squirrely and the person just bought a bunch of packs, you get people that do that all the time. Sure. There are whales that put me to shame in their level of spend. (laughs) They will maximize something on day one. And I'm just like, I'm going to slow roll this through the arc and then I'm going to bring it up to a little bit higher. Right. All right. So there are different 
different, different whales for different folks, right? So I was just going to go with this $100 pack and see what happened. And it turns out it got me to level 30. Fine. Scopely didn't like what happened there. They decided to freeze the packs, freeze the redemption, pull the event, promise that there would be some sort of compensation, right? And if you all recall, this was not the only event that was happening on day two. There were different, uh, there were some lags and there were some other things that were going on. So this was not the only event going on. So we get to the weekend and I believe on Friday, could be wrong, people start seeing this uh, two daily redemption, right? You got two little tokens or 20 technically to do your daily claim. Yeah, and the, people, the you know, loyalty sarcastic. Right. Yeah. And so there's no announcement, but the kind of thought is, is this is for the lag, right? This is for the game being on, you know, for some people unplayable for a couple of days, um, which again is pretty in line with what they've done when the game is unplayable. They give you Sorry for our general too. terribleness. Right. So then, though, on Saturday, I start seeing screenshots from people that are showing me uh, seven archer shards and some court of Q building materials. Mm hmm. And so people are posting this all over different discords, and I go, well, what is that for? And of course, no one knows, right? Well, the reason that it's interesting is that this is part of the reward that was from that leaderboard, right? right. That leaderboard was rewarding Archer Shards, Court Q Materials, and a bunch of materials and resources, right? Oh, no, it, was it wasn't, it wasn't so, Archer. It was Trip. I was Trip. I was Trip, trip. not Archer. I'm sorry. It was yeah. Trip. It was Trip. You're right. I apologize. So... um, so, okay, well, some people are getting this, but some people are not. And so I sent a message on Sunday, not expecting an immediate response back. It was a Sunday um, to the people that I, some people that I know, and I asked, hey, was, was this, was this compensation for the leaderboard? And on Monday, I received confirmation that per Scopely, per their representatives that Scopely had determined that the players that used, in their words, the exploit were not rewarded with leaderboard rewards because they've already been rewarded with a level 30 building. Now, I've seen this comment, right? I've seen this comment before. It's like, you've already gotten your reward. You have a level 30 building. Well, the problem is, is that when this happened, there are three things that happened, right? Okay. One is you need to work out how to compensate for the leaderboard. One is how do you compensate for the people that are now 30 levels separate from the people that are at the highest level of their server, right? And if you spend $100, you're only going to get to like level eight. You're not going to get to level 30, right? Right. So that's not really fair. And then number three is... How does Scopely make up their financial difference? Which is something I'm not insensitive to. I've often said, this is a game where you should spend what you want to spend. And I'm not insensitive to the fact that they intended for this building to cost a lot more than $100 per player. Okay. But I do take umbrage with the fact that because I decided to engage in their content and do nothing wrong, that they've defined it as an exploit. That was the first thing that irritated me. But then the second thing is, is that they rewarded everyone else. They said, you don't deserve a leaderboard reward because you completed in the you competed in a leaderboard, but you cheated in some way. And so we're not going to give you a reward, except that I didn't cheat and I didn't do anything wrong. 
all I did was give them money early, like I would have normally. Now, and I, so I took umbrage with this. <clears throat> go ahead, DJ. Well, th- there's one perspective that I want to bring here. All right, from an objective analytical point, because I am going to respectfully and full of love, I'm gonna. I'm going to ask Bubba the same questions that I asked him the other night. We talked about this ahead of time because Bubba, I didn't get it. I didn't understand. I was like some of the chat saying, well, Bubba, you did end up with a level 30 building for a hundred bucks. Like nobody else is going to get to do that. Right. I, I mean, in all fairness, let's be completely honest and, and, and very, very forthright here, Bubba. I came to you saying, I don't understand your gripe because nobody else is going to get this. And if I had my choice, this is something I said to you. If I had my choice, Bubba Joe, between seven trip Tucker shards or a, or a level 30 holodeck, I would take the holodeck, right? I said that to you. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of I players, agree with that. a lot of players are saying that to you now. They don't fully yep. understand yet. So first, before we continue, I want to actually take a quick peek. Blue, you shared this with us uh, this past week on uh, on Twitch, and I'm going to put it in the graphics room right now. What is this building worth? Let's actually talk about this, because, Bubba, you spent $100. You got the building to level 30. Is it actually worth $100? Probably. Is it worth, because by the way, what is the cost of the building as they intended? Bubba, now that it's come back up, they've changed the, the payout bundles, they've done all this stuff, and now we have forecast that this building would cost in the neighborhood of fifteen to $1,700 to max the building. Bubba, do you concur with that general sentiment about 1500 bucks to get this building to level 30. Does that sound about right? Does that sound right? I am aware that that I am aware that that is the cost that I believe Scopely intended. Okay. 1500, maybe 17, depending on how you buy it. Two years. If you're doing it free, you know, free to play with the daily drip. Let's talk about what this building does. Is it worth Fifteen hundred dollars. Well, the answer is obviously not. Let's talk about this, Blue. I'm going to segue to Blue for a moment because Blue, you brought this to us the other night. What are the benefits of this building, Blue? Take away and 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 explain why do I want this building to be level thirty? Well, it's just those uh those three separate bonuses, right? The piercing against hostiles, the ship part cost efficiency, and the faction reputation, right? Okay. So that's the only kind of in-game benefit you're getting out of this. So, And at level 30, you get about 1,000% piercing, 200% ship part efficiency, okay. and 150% faction reputation boost. All right, Bubba, let's break these down. Okay? There are three buffs, three buffs that come with this building. So before we get into the principle of the thing, let's talk about this building. Is it worth $1,500? Is it worth $100? Is it worth somewhere in the middle? Bubba, 1,000% piercing. 1,000% piercing. Now, I, I, Blue, when you and I first talked about this, I got a good laugh out of it, all right? Because piercing, in my mind, like, no, right? Does anybody use piercing anymore? Anybody? Anybody? Well- I mean, even at the at the end of the day, it's not even about. I mean, it's obviously the value, the actual value of it is relative 
to like the in-game bonuses, but the values that Scopely puts on it are very objective, like their own, however wrong or right it actually is, their opinion of value for it. So I would say these max three values at, at the very most are like each a prime. So like no more uh, than $300. Yeah, at, and and Lady Unaleska pointed the flat that out. Ceiling, hard ceiling. Right, right. Lady Unaleska kind of made that point, and I kind of agree that it's it's three primes worth of bonus. Three so, primes worth of bonus. 1,000% piercing. That's prime number one. Okay. Ship part efficiency, 200%. Okay. Prime number two. And prime number three, and by the way, I'm not saying that nobody uses it divine. I'm just saying piercing is is such a tough one anymore. It's so diluted. I'm not saying that piercing doesn't matter. I'm just saying, man, if a prime came out for hundred dollars, it's not as incentivized. Yeah, if a prime came out today, divine for a hundred dollars for a thousand percent piercing, are you buying it? I'm not. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that it's not valuable. I'm just saying, is it worth a hundred dollars? Is it a prime? Okay, so you got a thousand percent piercing, two hundred percent ship part efficiency, a hundred and fifty percent faction rep. Now, uh, as Unileska points out, as Bubba and Blue both agree, these are very, very cool. As uh, if you were going to assign this value as a player, this is fine to say that these are essentially three primes. Okay. And for the record, we talked about this blue, right? We said, what a cool kind of bundle deal. Because we have people in the chat, as Bubba would feel, as Blue would feel, as I would feel, as Cruzito would feel, because he bought the pack, that to get three primes for the price of one is actually kind of a cool little spot. Like, that would have been a promotion that I could have gotten behind. Right? So, I, yeah, I, I would I, I would... Sorry. Well, just like we talked about the other night, how many spenders, or I'm, I'm sorry, let me rephrase, how many free-to-play might have actually dropped $100 to get three primes for the price of one? Like in the chat, we talked about this the other night. We talked about it on Twitch, Blue, and, and we said, listen, really truthfully, Scopely knee-jerked this thing. <laughs> I know, Bubba's laughing. They knee-jerked this thing, but I, honestly. I think the Decks so, and Dragon it, Keeper are still correct. I don't think there are any free-to-play that would have said, my very first time I'm going to spend on this game is going to be for this building. Maybe Even not taking it to yeah. those bonuses. But look, Lord yeah, Neelix, Lord I, Neelix I, I, says otherwise. As a free to play, I would consider a $99 pack to get the holodeck to level 30. Okay, some people so, have said that they would. All right, this was actually something as, that would have driven that all the time, Bubba. You hear it too. I hear it all the time. They're looking for ways to convert free to play. Right? Like that, that, they're always trying to look for ways to convert free to play. They've talked about bundling primes. They've talked about doing two for one specials. And and this this could have been it. This could have been it. Okay? So, but I want it, I don't want to get too far. Hang on, Blue. I I, I don't want to get too far from this point that you were making kind of when we started this of um would you exchange these bonuses for seven officer shards? Okay. okay. And so here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think that you know and not a lot of people know. Scopely is never, ever going to roll back an upgrade that's been done. They're never going to do it. Mm -hmm. So what that means is if you're going to lay those two things on a scale of rolling back the building to some other level 
and giving you the participation reward for participating in that leaderboard. It's I can give you nothing or I can give you seven shards that you rightfully deserve or I can give you nothing. It's not a, there's no threat. There's no, well, you got your building to level 30. So you, you know, you don't need to get this reward here because we could have taken that away, except they are not going to take that away. They cannot take that away. That is not going to be a thing that Scopely ever does. So what, if anybody talked to a CM and the CM said, well, instead of taking your 30 levels away, we decided just not to give you these officer shards. What they're really saying is, instead of doing nothing at all, we decided not to give you these officer shards. Now, does that seem like that's a reasonable reward? Because, I mean, it's, it's a pretty bold-faced lie on their part to say, instead of doing something that we're never going to do, we just decided to specifically exclude you because you got higher than we intended you to get. So I I was going to say to the point where the the in terms of the their opinion on it the the opinion that getting a building to level 30 is like compensation enough I would actually agree with that however I would not agree with any treatment of bubba as any form of like exploitation right the assumption that oh he knew it was an exploit cuz Scopey does something different like every month and for all you know, this like, oh, you can get it all the way to level 30 for a pack. Like there's like a new promotion. Like for all you know, it's people aren't like, oh, this is definitely an exploit to to abuse. Like people are just assuming this is something new that Scopey's doing. So it's unfair to treat them like they're exploiting. I mean, I I understand that uh like you know, they there's no additional I I understand that they should probably just give them the shards just because like that's not that's probably a non-issue. But I wouldn't I'd give him additional compensation because that billing gain to level 30 is pretty substantial compensation. So Let me, we so okay. let, so I I I vehemently disagree about with that blue. And the reason is, and I know there are gonna be some people who say it's seven shards. Why are you making a big deal out of seven shards? And what I said when I was able to confirm that this was done intentionally is I don't care if it's three Q's trial bells. By the way, you need 25 of them to do anything. I don't care <laughs> if it's three Q's trial bells or a thousand officer shards. It doesn't matter. I had participated in a leaderboard event that was pulled. They decided to do compensation for that leaderboard event and decided to exclude me because of some slight that they think that I have done to them, that I have done something wrong and therefore need to be punished, and they are doing this punitively. That is the problem. The compensation itself does not matter. It does not matter if I missed out on something that is worthless or something that is highly sought after. It is 100% that they attempted and did, and attempted, they did single me and other players like me out, specifically because they felt slighted in some way and did this on punitively against these players. That's well, not okay. They're punishing you for their mistake. So correct. Yes, that, now, would, that would be incorrect. So what I want to what I want to do here, and 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 we're going to have a conversation about this. This is going to be the remainder of the show. Uh, and I see in the chat, Bubba, lots of support. A lot of people agreeing with you about it being the principle of the thing. Sam saying the same thing. It's the principle of the action that they took. But I am going to, and and please understand, Bubba, and and I'm going to ask you this question, um, and and I'm going to ask you to to answer it however you genuinely feel. When we spoke on the phone. It was not confrontational. It was not, Bubba, come on. You just want everything, right? It's not how we've done this in the past. Because I knew, 
I knew that there was something different about this. Like you told me, that's it. I saw you leave discords, my own included. Like this was a straw that broke the camel's back. When I called you, it was lovingly, it was as a friend, and it was out of a perspective of wanting to understand. So I asked a lot of these questions, and the questions I'm going to ask you tonight and community, I want you to hear. Dragon Keeper says, DJ's going to show for Scopely. Not at all. Not in any form or fashion. And Bubba, I want you to tell the people if, if, if you feel like this is an accurate statement. I am going to ask Bubba Joe a lot of the same questions I asked the other night out of a position of wanting to understand why this was a big deal. Not in argument, not in confrontation, not in defense of Scopely, not in any other position other than solidarity with my friend and empathy for my friend who feels angry and sad. Bubba, are you okay to proceed with this conversation from that perspective? Sure. And to revise my statement, I would say when I was talking, uh, getting a building to level 30 on one pack, from my perspective is like a, I'm not a frequent, I spend, but I'm not a frequent spender or any infrequent spender. I would feel like I'm getting away with something. But uh, to be fair, in Bubba's, as a frequent spender like Bubba, something like this happening, it would be more of like a slight. So, so with that, all right, uh, Bubba understands that the questions that I'm going to ask are, are coming from a place. And, and we talked about this. I, you said, Bubba, let, let, let's take a step forward. You said I'm done. All right. I, I'm done with Scopely. Yep. I'm done. I left all the discords. I left your discord, DJ. I'm done. Like, I'm just gone in the night. Okay. As a matter of fact, you kind of said what you just said in the chat. Discord is not an airport. I do not need to announce my departure. I'm just done. Okay. I reached out, obviously, because I love you and care about you, and I, and I wanted to understand. And I asked you to come here today, and you agreed because this is what we do on this show. We represent all points. I represented Bubba Joe's point, even though I don't fully understand it, which is why I called him and why I invited him back to the show today to explain to people who might say, like Blue, Level 30 of the building is probably compensation enough. And there are going to be other points. For example, somebody points out that it's just like the compensation that was given years ago when that uh, that whole refinery thing happened. But like that, four years ago, just like today, Bubba Joe is right. They can't take... Guys, I, I actually talked about this here not long ago. Remember the, 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 the treasury thing, all right, where there was 70,000 rare parts in it? You guys remember that? And, and, and like some of us were racing, like that might've been the most grinding I've ever done. To <laughs> that might be the most grinding I ever have ever done to get that treasury unlocked on day one. So I could get the 70,000 parts instead of the 7,000 parts. Okay. I did that. Is that an exploit, Bubba? I, I kind of wonder, would that have been viewed the same way? So I don't think that it is, right? So, and and let's talk about some of these examples recently, right? So the treasury is one. Sure. Uh, there is a, um, if you go back uh, another six months or so, I don't remember if it was an event or a pack. It may have been an event um, where it gave out like 60 trillion tritanium or 30 trillion tritanium. Do you remember that one? Because it gave yeah. out 30 million, 1 million tokens as opposed to 30, 1 million tokens. Sure. Um, and do you remember what happened in that instance? They clawed him back. Right. They, well, now, they, what clawed, happened, they clawed back what hadn't 
been spent. Let's be very clear. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Be very That's clear. where I was going. They took the trike anything back. Anything that was spent, anything that was spent, gone. was spent. It was gone. They didn't claw back your upgrades. They didn't do anything about that. If you were raided, they didn't. The people that raided you got to keep the proceeds. They, you were raided, right? Now, of course, these were tokens, so you would have had to crack them. So obviously, you kind of had an idea of what was about to happen to you. But the point is, is that in those instances. Scopely will claw back the excess. They will go, hang on. You as a level 45 should not have 30 trillion titanium. We're going to claw that back and leave you with what you should have had from that pack. Okay. And if they want to claw back all of the loose resources I have here from this building and continue to claw it back as I get my daily claim, that's something that they can do. I don't have a problem with that. Would be consistent with what Scopely does. Of course, it doesn't do any good. The building stops at 30 unless they open up 10 more levels next month and they're using the same resource. It's not going to really matter much. But the point is, is that they have a mechanism to work within the game where they will take back erroneously given resources. Now, I don't necessarily like that. I think people feel that they're slighted. But here's the secret. If you spend it, and it's gone, they can't take it back, and they will not undo the thing that you got to doing that. And that's why, uh, <laughs> now that it's over, I can talk about it. That's why when, the, when that treasury thing happened, what did I do that day? Out of an event, Bubba Joe, out of an event, outside of a weekend, outside of a spender's event, I built and tiered up an Enterprise A just to sink all the parts. I maxed a jelly. I was spending those parts because of how hard they are to get, right? Isn't that what you all did if you got that treasury? You spent the parts. Now, I have I see a couple of this, uh, a couple of these things in chat. And in fairness, Bubba, and, and this is where some people are going to question, just like I did. Bubba, do you feel like you're being a little bit salty over seven shards? Fair enough. Exact same question that I asked Bubba. Like, would you rather have the building? Would you rather have the seven shards? But not only that, let's not forget, the building is essentially worthless. The, the, the building is worth $100, maybe $200 in a prime. Okay, seriously, that's it. This is one of the most ridiculous buildings that Scopely has ever put out because it literally costs 10 times as much that you could just buy in the store. It is a stupid design and a stupid building, and the fact that you're upsetting players over this building is mind-numbingly moronic. Okay, but now to answer so, the question. So let on. me. And one so again, second. So, People are asking you, Bubba, did Scopely so call me, you a cheater? Yes. How do you figure? Because that's what the question is. How did Scopely so, call you an exploiter? In the messages that I received, not directly, but from other players who got feedback from CMs when they asked, why did I not get this compensation chest? That was the verbiage that was used. Here is the exact verbiage that was released publicly and officially. The specific solo leaderboard comp was delivered to players who did not benefit from the issue with the holodeck building. That issue has an equal value, or in some rare cases, more rare cases, get the hell out of here, than the solo leaderboards themselves, and the gift was meant as a compensation for that. In other words, Bubba, from Scopely's perspective, they were giving the comp to other players who were disadvantaged by your 
use of the mechanism that Scopely provided? Is that an objective but, way to, to state it? But this doesn't provide any balance, right? Those seven shards and those Q's trial or court of Q parts, they're not restoring balance. So, so again, there are three problems here, okay? The first problem is that there needs to be some sort of compensation to a leaderboard, okay? The second thing is, how do we go about restoring what I would like to call competitive balance, but you can call it whatever you want. How do we make players feel like they're not getting screwed over because they invested a day later instead of the morning of? Okay. And then a third problem, which is a Scopely internal problem, but the third problem of how does Scopely make money, right? They were expecting, not that I was ever going to do that, but they were expecting Bubba Joe to spend $1,500 in this building and he only spent one. Well, now we're short $1,400. What do we do now? So these are three very unique, very direct problems. Okay. And they attempted to solve the first two at the same time by saying, we're going to give out seven shards to the people that did not. And again, Echo's message that was posted publicly does not use the word exploit, but the messages that I saw privately did, did not use this exploit. So let me... This let, is on, go, ahead. go ahead. I, I, nope. I just, I want to come back because... This is the same, again, the same question that I asked Bubba Joe privately is what you guys are some asking in a chat. Is this, is this something that was specifically said? Is this something that you're inferring or interpreting from this? And again, I come back to why uh, feelings aside, Bubba Joe, for a moment, feelings aside, mathematically, does it make sense to blow up over this because again we're, we're actually really talking about seven seven epic shards which and, so and, and a turn funny, this and the a, other way dj please yeah, same question for scopely same question back to scopely right fair is it worth the perception that you are being punitive against these players for seven shards on the chance that they might stop playing the game and never give you any revenue moving forward do you think do you think that players will weigh this building and weigh these seven shards and weigh even the sentiment, as you refer to, the principle of the matter, that you feel Scopely is being punitive against you? Now, Blue had mentioned it earlier. Some people have mentioned it in the chat. You know, whatever. You got the level 30 building. Let's, let's move on. It's still worth more than seven shards. Tell me... What specifically about this action offends you personally in, in such a great fashion? Like you had described to me that it's not about the comp, and I get that. But in my mind, if it's not about the comp, then it should be about equity, right? And, and you still have more equity than anybody who got seven shards. So where is the offense I guess to counter ask DJ, uh, what about this action, like this response and what Scopey's actions have done, has done anything to incentivize for future spend? Well, nothing. 
Nothing. Agreed. Like, but, would you but say Bubba, it has done more to damage it than to assist it in any? Like, if they had done nothing, it probably would have damaged it less. Okay. Would you agree? So, so Bubba, let me ask you the the same question I just asked. Where is the if the equity is still in your favor? Then can you explain the offense? It's not about equity, DJ. Again, these are separate issues. They decided that as a compensation for an event that had nothing to do with this building, that they were going to not do something that they were never going to do and specifically withhold the rewards for the people that participated in that event. And by the way, they didn't exclude just the people that got to 30. The people that bought a pack and got it to nine also got excluded. Okay. Fair. So it's not just the people that got the 30. It's anybody who bought a pack that morning and got it higher than what they thought it needed to get to. This is not about what actually, this is not about the compensation. It's never been about the compensation. It's not a balance sheet. It's not, I, I spent $100 and I got this much dollars worth of value. That's not what this is about. It is about the precedent of singling out players and calling them cheaters when they did nothing wrong taking punitive action against players. First off, a game company should be never taking punitive action against players. If you mess up and you need to do something, you need to address the problem. You need to say, well, how are we going to compensate the community? How are we going to restore balance? And how are we going to make money? Those are the three questions that Scopely should be able to ask. At no point in any of those conversations should Scopely going, how can we punish the players that didn't give us enough money? And that's effectively what happened. So if we separate the issue of the comp, which the chat agrees with you on, Silva says, uh, I'm with Bubba, Canine Tooth, Team Bubba, uh, everything, okay? The chat's with you, okay? And, and, and as you and I had mentioned on the phone, I understand, I understand your, your feeling. Now, with what we're seeing here, with what we can show, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm not, I, I preface this, Silvis, by saying I don't disagree with Bubba. But I also invited Bubba onto the show knowing that it needed to be talked about. All right. And I knew, Bubba, that I was going to run the risk of being your, your, your antithesis, right? Being your, your nemesis on this. But that's not it. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, when we got off the phone, I said, gosh, I, I get it. I understand. And it's sad. It hurts my heart. But so, I get it. Uh, hang on a second. I want to address a comment in the chat. So I knew it wasn't right, and I progressed. How did I know it wasn't right? Well, it certainly was not typical of Scopely. That's the only th- that's the only clue that we could have had, right? But, like, well, what it, like the only thing they do consistently is being consistent. Aardvark brings up a good point. If your customers at all work, I know for a f- all I could know is that I'm going to continue to use the loop to upgrade a building or a ship that I would always do. All I know is that this was their intent. They didn't tell me. They didn't tell me and say, we expect to make this much money on this building. They didn't announce to the players that it would take multiple packs to upgrade the building. They didn't say anything about that. They said there would be packs available to upgrade the building, and they allowed you to upgrade the building. How was I supposed to know this was not what they intended to do? In fairness, all right, and and Bubba, let me just ask, all right, please don't be mad, but did you, I'm asking you honest to God, did you suspect that this wasn't right? You had to have, right? 
I suspected that there probably was something that was not working the way that they wanted it to. I suspected that, of course. Okay. And the reason I suspected that was that it seemed like I was getting a little bit further than I would have expected. On the other hand, I would... Oh, God. You are so lucky I can't kick you. <laughs> no, um, not me. He's not talking to me. <laughs> no, but you're right, chat. That is Scopely's fault. That is not an Scopely. exploit. Well, okay, let me this ask. This is not an exploit because there have been times where a single pack got you multiple tiers of a ship as opposed to one. So this comes back to a single pack gets you to level 30 or level 40 of a building because they want the single pack for a higher level player to get to a more relevant level of the building. This is not on. This is the unusualness of this happens after the fact. The unusualness of this happened when they decided to pull the packs and pull everything. This is not me going, no, this is definitely 100% wrong because they're never consistent about this. They've done a number of different things where they try to make one pack be more relevant to a different ops level than anyone else. I had no idea until I was done that went probably not what they wanted. But I'm done. Like, I'm at the end. But there were like I was fully expecting at level 20, I was not going to get enough materials. It was going to cost me four packs of materials to go up from level 19 to 20. And that just never happened. I fully expected at some point it was going to come back to me and go, nope, we're done. You got to give us you got to deposit another $300 to get this thing to the next level just because that's what almost always happens. So this comes back to, and, and maybe, and then I'm not going to simplify it or diminish it, but this comes back to the definition of an exploit. For example, I knew the treasury was wrong here a couple months ago, Bubba. A lot of us did. That's why we ground out 700 hostels in a day. We bought it. We spent it knowing that it was going to be taken down. And it was. Okay. On top of that, Bubba, I spent the materials knowing they couldn't take it away. Does that make me a more egregious uh, exploiter than you in this particular case? Because I knew what Scopely's pattern of behavior would be, and I intentionally worked around to prevent penalty back to me. Does that make that situation different? I don't believe about- that. Hello. I was going to say, how, how Scopely just works on preventing those situations. Instead of just, like, attacking the people who benefit from them. Now, Zeron says it was taken down, never clawed back. That wasn't, it was taken down and never clawed back. The situations are are similar, and that, and that's why I'm asking. Okay? I mean, I knew that wasn't right. We all knew that wasn't right. That's why we ground out 700 hostels in a day, and that's why we took the pack. And that's why we spent the stuff. Okay, I mean, is that an exploit? The game no, did let me do it. It, it is. It well, is not so an hang exploit. on. So Ripper, welcome to hey, the Rip. stage. Boy, uh, controversy so, brings us all out of the woodwork, ladies and gentlemen. So DJ, Ripper's on the stage. I don't, that's not Ripper. I'm calling fake. Uh, <laughs> it's fake. Ripper, give me a second. Let me come back to Bubba, and then yeah. and then I'll see why why you have graced our stage with your presence today. So, you must have so something to say. Let's. DJ, let's let's say that Scopely was, you know, a, a real game company, you know, and not Scopely. What would they do? What would they do when this happens, right? Well, that's the easy answer, Bubba. They never what? would have let it happen in the first place. Well, there's that too. But let's just say 
they, you know, they let, let's say, say this is any other game, and they let out the sword of slaying players into the game. And they're like, oh, we were not supposed to let the sword of slaying players into the game. What would a real game company do? I mean, honestly, from a financial perspective, don't they also, don't a lot of those kind, do those games have like a, you know, go from level one, like you can spend that $1,500 day one level of You are overthinking this, Blue. They would take it back. Or do they they, they they claw it back? back, They take it back. They They would take it back. They would absolutely 100% take it back. That's what they would do. If this was a... Well, well, I was getting at is that uh, a lot of times companies just make it where it's harder to spend that much that quickly to avoid these kinds of... Like, they can buffer... Like, it doesn't hurt as much when it happens. No. I don't know about that. No, that that, that is completely and utterly false. Ripper works for a game company. Ripper, if this had happened, what happens in another game company? Um, It depends on, on the specific situation like how big the impact is sometimes you go the way of okay let's let's say you have you have a game where you can i don't know you you need to gain xp to level up or whatever and there's like like a bug that causes some players to gain additional xp sometimes what companies do is okay let's just run like a a bonus xp weekend or whatever to kind of Try and restore balance. Know, level level out. Restore balance. Um, sometimes uh, would it would it have been feasible? Just, and and that for that specific example, Rip, would it have been feasible for players who got the benefit of the extra XP to have not received the compensation of XP granted to the rest of the community in order to restore balance? They sure that that is technically possible. Companies usually don't do that because that is unnecessarily punishing players. So what they try to do, DJ, in this example, is they would try and lift everyone up. So if everyone's sitting at, just say, I'm just going to make up a level, level 10, and a couple of people got to level 30, right? Well, to go from 30 to 40 is not the same as it takes to go from level 10 to 20, right? And so what you would do is you would say, okay, well, we're going to run this bonus XP event to lift lift the floor up. Everyone's going to get a bunch of levels. These people at the top, they're going to get a few levels, but not as many numbers of levels, not as much capability because they're going to, you know, it's it's going to narrow the gap between these people that got the exploit and the people. So they would just run it for the entire community. Yeah. So Savage um, Darkness and- mentions in the chat, you would roll it back or give everyone negatively affected a compensation or reward, but not those who got the better stuff. And that's why I'm kind of wondering... I feel like that's, that's the position that's, that we are but in. That's not what we're saying would happen, DJ. That, that, that is, the XP thing is one example. Like uh, so, in other games, sometimes uh, they are set up and prepared to rollback and refund. So if oh, there was money spent, oh, that would be refunded. Oh, and they you would use just the magic R word. That's a dirty word around players. here. Refunds no, don't is, exist. That is what companies have done in the past. Refunds. They, they will. They will roll back the character and refund the players. Give money back? Company would do. That sounds crazy. They give money back to people? A- again, to c- what, exactly, <laughs> what exact method you employ kind of depends on the specific circumstances of what exactly happened. But you do not specifically, unless it was an actual exploit, like things like, okay, if you, if you uh, like, Alter for the game at a specific point when doing an upgrade, it will not spend your actual resource, but do the upgrade. That's an exploit. That's, you know, it's an active action you have to do to kind of circumvent things. Mm-hmm. In, the, in those cases, that would, those specific players would be punished, very likely. 
but this 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 isn't this is just like okay you you get a you know you upgrade a building you get a gift chest normal behavior in the game you just use it you do not you do not do anything to target these specific players in a negative way you just don't well you know i i will come back and say cuz some people are actually believing that i have this stance so let me let me be real clear uh bubba if <laughs> if i were going to adopt this position from Scopely about trying to restore balance and doing comp and or even what you might interpret as, as punitive this or that. Bubba, I certainly wouldn't do it on a building as worthless as the holodeck. Okay? <laughs> it, it would have been on the Q's Trials building. It would have been on something that actually has value because this building is stupid, dumb, and worthless. So why are you making people mad about it? I mean, really, that's how I look at it. I came out and said, in case anybody doesn't remember, I came out on the first night and agreed with Blue and said, this building has very little value. Put it back the way it was and let everybody spend $100 on it because a lot of people would. You would get flush with cash. It would be a $10 million pack, and then nobody is slighted because everybody got the exact same thing. Well, so that the other is thing also an you- option, but the one that Scopely will never take. Um, Which was dumb because this could have been a $10 million pack. Like they have they have analysts that will run the numbers on whether that makes sense or not. Um, do you some, think some, that the analysts took the time could. to do this in the knee jerk amount of reaction time that it took them to take this down? Well, if it, well, they took it down, but they could have decided after taking it down, doing this deciding what to do to bring it back in the state it was before they took it down. Um, taking it down is the right move in in that specific situation because you you have to decide what you are going to do. Taking it down is is not something I think is is a bad move in any way, shape, or form. What you do after that, once you bring things back, that is that is how you you know kind of define uh, whether it's a good action or not. As now, Bubba was recalling everything, he never once complained about them taking something down. Now, correct, Bubba. Let me come back. All right, because this has been seen in the chat. How does this differ, or? Uh, align with Scopely's pattern of the past. In other words, we go back to what we all remember is probably one of the game's first largest mistakes. And and I, I guess we'll go ahead. It's known as the refinery exploit. What had happened, for those of you who don't remember, back in 2019, the refinery caps were removed and it basically allowed unlimited refines of materials. What happened during about a six-hour period was that people who had... And by the way, it wasn't just a free-for-all, was it, Bubba Joe? Because you still had to have the raw material. If you didn't have the raw right. material, you didn't get to use this. Okay? But what had happened was people who were sitting on banks of millions and millions and millions of raw G3, by the way, material... They were just able to pound through the refineries. And back at that time, Bubba Joe, we're talking thousands, probably tens of thousands of materials, which, by the way, was massive back then. It was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of value. As a matter of fact, we've talked about and joked about stories that people would blow their, it would blow their minds that a $100 pack used to have 13 uncommon. 13. Rare, I think. I no, think rare. no, 13. When I bought Mayflowers, Bubba Joe, it was 13 well, crystal, yeah, 13 but you were gas. 25. Like, 
thousand dollars makes sense. I am just that saying. Was, you weren't really a G three player then. <laughs> you were kind of G three player. Up. <laughs> I'm just saying. There were packs that had maybe a dozen, maybe twenty five, maybe thirty or forty materials in it. That was the value of a hundred dollars. So when you're talking, somebody could get ten thousand materials. Okay. It was huge. That's right, Wham. Back then, fully maxing an Intrepid cost 15000 in ore. You could do this in one night. G3, that's right, Vic. G3 used to be rough in the streets. Had a big value. All right? So, so I, Bubba, this I, particular example. I need example, to admit something here about that. Right. Okay. I did not recall that there was compensation. There was. This was four and a half years ago. I remember the incident. I remember that there was people that used it to get a lot of resources. There sure was. Until somebody showed me the announcement, I did not recall that there was a compensation chest given to everyone else. There was. There did was a comp. That was far too many breakfasts ago. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, granted, we are talking five years ago, but it's not as though, I mean, at that time, those players who did that, Bubba, maybe not in a clear enough position uh, today or then, but I mean, they had to know something was wrong. They had to know something was wrong. They participated anyway. Therefore, then the materials and stuff were clawed back. And by the way, FYI, they weren't same rules applied five years ago. They clawed back what they could, but anything that had been spent on that intrepid was lost. Anything not lost, they got to keep it. Anything that was spent, research, buildings, ships, all of it got to be kept in their progression because it couldn't be removed. And everybody yeah, this, who this, didn't participate got some, it, it, they did get a chest. It wasn't that great, but they did get a chest that had some materials and shards and things like that in it. All right. Now, there is one other thing. Real quick, Rip, and then I'm going to come to you. There's one other perspective of a double whammy. Bubba is mad, but he's still got his building to level 30. How about you, Cruzito? <laughs> Cruzito made it to level 9, Bubba Joe. Level 9. Because of the way he happened to time his redeems, he actually just natively got to 9. Then they pulled down in the middle. He bought the pack after seeing what it was doing for other people. Bought the pack, tried to engage, and then they shut it down. So he made it to level 9 or 10, something like that. Not only spent the $100 that you did, Bubba, didn't get the benefit of level 30 building, and didn't get the comp. What about those players? And this is why well, this is why the I come reason back. that this was done wrong, right? Is <sighs> if they'd have said, if they'd have come out on Saturday, and, and this is the honest truth, if they'd have come out on Saturday and said, hey, this leaderboard was messed up. We're not going to do a comp. We're going to rerun it next week. Go. I'd have been like, okay, they decided not to do a comp. And if they'd have come out and given the same comp to everyone, I'd have been like, okay, I got the comp. Let's move on. So wait a second. The fact that they targeted players and said, you don't deserve a comp. We are going to take punitive action to single out these players who we feel have slighted us in some way. We want to single out these players and not give them a comp. That attitude, that culture is unacceptable. Let me Just ask like I've often said, bugs are hard. You put two plus two into a code and you get out a chicken and you don't understand what's going on. Code is 
is complicated. I am far more forgiving of them adding something to the game and having there be bugs. I am not forgiving when the game design is bad. Let me or ask the a game question. design just simply doesn't work. Or in this case, the culture is not aligned for a healthy game. Okay, but but hang on just one second. All right, because you said something, and I want to I want to focus back in on this because this would be a question for the rest of the community. You said that if they decided not to do a comp, just rerun the event, take it down, fix it, and not do a comp for the leaderboard. But just roll on. Do you not think that that would have been inequitable for players who spent $100 on a pack, like Cruzito spent $100 on a pack? They pull, they pull, they have pulled leaderboards at least three or four times in the last year. They're like, oh, something went wrong. We're pulling this event and they're not doing any comp. They've done that. But that infuriates people. It does upset people, but it's not, but it's equal. It infuriates everyone. No one is being targeted. No, they are not being punitive towards any one player. They're saying, hey, we're done. We're not going to run this event. We're not going to do this event. We're not going to comp this event. We're going to run it again because that was already announced. We're going to run it again. And, oh, by the way, those of us that got it to level 30, we don't get to get any rewards from that new event because we have already gotten to where we can be in that event, right? We're not going to be able to score in that event. Fine. Singling out players is unacceptable. Being punitive against your players for doing nothing wrong is unacceptable. That attitude, that culture of toxicity within Scopely is unacceptable. I agree. Okay. Here's here's the same, like, I I think I said the same thing when the refinery thing happens. The uh, the ideal solution in those for for what happened this time and with the refinery thing, roll back the accounts that you did, refund all the spent materials, comp every single player, including them. Same thing here. You roll back the building for the people that purchased the the, the pack and got it to thirty. Refund them the whatever they spend in in, in money. Comp every single player. Would it? Would they have needed? And and I'm asking because a Scopely has never refunded a penny in this game, like ever. So that, let, let me just ask. I know. I'm saying the ideal solution. What you should do. So let me let me ask. Did if they had refunded all the materials, all right, and including the the quote unquote overabundance of materials from the Daily Redeems. Bubba, if they rolled everything back, put your holodeck back to level one, put the contents of a $100 pack in your account without any of those daily claims, just basically putting everybody back at level one, if you spent $100, here's the mats. If you didn't spend $100, here's the mats, uh, blah, 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 or you, you don't have the mats, blah, blah, blah. If they had reset everybody, that would have been equitable. No refund. Would anybody have complained about refunds at that point? Because I'd be willing to bet they would. So, DJ, I mean, no, I'm, I'm asking. Wh- why are you proposing something Unoscopely's never going to do? No. It's I, not about giving the money back. They're never going to roll back the building. That is something that they have said they will not do. Which is why I think when you spend the materials that you think you've gotten maybe a little, you know, they gave too many out, they've already said, we're never going to do this. So, you're not exploiting anything. You're taking advantage of rules they've already stipulated. 
So here we are today, five days later after this all happens. Okay. And yeah, I agree. We can't, we can't please everyone. And in fairness, all right. In, in fairness, people in the chat are like, why are we talking about this? Because it brings us to now. All right. And so, so let's, 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 I want to finish with this. So they gave out compensation for the leaderboard badly as they did. Okay. okay. What should have happened next is exactly what Ripper described, right? There should have been an event. They go, Hey, we got you. Uh, I think it was Lady Unalesca was like, give me a $100 pack and I'll take it to 30 but I'm not spending 1500 I hear you. I got you. You need to be lifted up. All of the players need to be lifted up. So what do you do? You get bring in an event. You launch an event that only rewards these building materials. You know how useful that event is to me? Absolutely not. I have zero value. Hell, you can even filter the event so it doesn't even show up for players like me, just like the jelly event doesn't show up for players that have unlocked a first jelly. You already have yeah. the technology to do something like that. Launch an event that exclusively sources the materials for this building. Bring everyone up. You don't have to get them all the way to 30. Get everyone to 8 or 9 or something like that. You're not losing out on everything. You are instead restoring the balance of what happened which is what these people who didn't get to take advantage of this on the day one are really upset about. And I get it. I hear them. I understand oh. their perspective as well. So you run an event that only rewards these particles and you bring everyone up. By the way, when people see, hey, this matters for my gameplay, this 400% to piercing that I'm getting now, I actually want to go buy a pack and level this building up more. The only thing this can do is be positive for you. That's what should have happened. That's step two. Step one is is compensation for the SLB. Everyone gets it. No one gets it. I don't care, but don't single anyone out. Step two is how do we restore the balance? How do we bring everyone up? So there's not this massive gap between the people that were online within an hour of it launching and the people that were not. That's how you do this. And then the third thing is how do we make up the money? We don't have to talk about that in the show, but I understand that's a conversation that Scopely should have been having and going, oh my God, there were 30 people in the game that did this. That's X number of dollars. How do we make that up? Maybe it's 80 people. Maybe it's 100 people, but it's not 10,000 people. It's a small number of people. So that's the three things that should have been discussed. And I absolutely think that there should have been a step two in there that didn't involve Court of Q particles and seven officer shards. Um, to to the point of how to make up the money, the 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 reality is that uh, Scopely as a company kind of, I think in in some situation needs to learn to just take a hit. If they screw up, you just have to sometimes just accept it, take the hit. In all the, fairness, uh, not, Rip, that's exactly what I said on the on the day this thing happened. Put it back. You might actually convert a few spenders. You would make money on this pack. Put it it's back. A, put it back on or not. It's a it's a difficult thing uh, because it, that has implications on 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 free to play as well. The way it was so uh, complicated thing. Um, I, I I think just trying to do a catch up to get everyone to like I don't know level twenty or twenty five or something like that probably would be the more realistic move. Um. 
if you do spend money, maybe. I, I don't know. Longer discussion required for that one. Um, but yeah, you know, sometimes it's just, it, it just goes bad. And, and this is why you kind of have to be very, very, you know, careful of not making mistakes like this. And Scopely makes these surprisingly often. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. These are not infrequent. No, and, they're and, not. And I, think, and I think that is the reason why they are unwilling to probably go the... I'm calling it a better odd, uh, bad, bad choice of words, but I don't can't can't think of better choice of words right now. Um, the better route of of how to handle these situations because it happens so often. So the the so, the perspective that we find ourselves in here, Bubba Joe, is is now moving forward, right? You and I okay. talked about this. What? Uh, two questions for you. First, what should at this moment? Not what should they have done. But what can they do now? Because there are a handful of players, probably not that many. What I fear, sorry, and I'm on a tangent here a little bit, Bubba. What I fear, because I'm emotional about this, what I fear is that Scopely does look and says, okay, 30 people were affected or 50 people were affected or 75 people were affected. And them being upset is not worth what we wanted to have in, in place for this building in the first place, right? Like Bubba Joe's sentiment is collateral damage for where we wanted to go with this, except it's more serious than that, all right? Yes, Bubba Joe's upset. Bubba Joe uninstalled the game, all right? So Bubba Joe has sent a message to Scopely and basically said, I'm done. I quit, all right? Which has serious implications for his family, for his friends here, for his community, for the, the Bubba Joe memes, all right, for the Bubba Joe merchandise. Bubba Joe is a part of our community. And this so, particular action could drive him from the game. Is it worth it? And what I fear is that Scopely's actually saying yes. So, Bubba, two questions. One, okay. what do you want from Scopely now? They've already mishandled this dramatically up to this point. I, I agree with you. They have handled this very poorly. It has been a nightmare. They have had misstep after misstep. But you are done. What do they do to to make this right? So so I yeah, so let's let's talk about this for a second. But you know, I could have just uninstalled the game and stayed on Discord, right? I could have been in my Alliance Discords uh, I could have stayed on on your Discord. Um, I I could have stayed on the VIP Discords I'm on. I could have stayed there and and laughed at players. I mean, there's lots of people that have retired from the game, uninstalled the game, and, and are still here. Laughed <laughs> and, yeah. and, and and trolled people and done all sorts of things. The dirty little secret is that I like the game. Like we complain about things that we don't like. There are things that, that that we wish would be better. There are things that I dislike, strongly dislike about G6. But I wouldn't have given this game five years of my life if I didn't actually enjoy some of what was going on. And, you know, as we've talked about in the past, that sometimes it's not even about the game. Sometimes it's just about the people. And when I started leaving my all the discords, I had people reach out to me and say, hey, what's up? 
and I kind of explain the situation to them and they go, we get it. And, uh, and that was kind of it that no one, no one tried to convince me to come back. But the real problem is, is that I want to play this game, but I can't support a company that has this as their primary culture of being punitive towards players that did nothing wrong and calling them cheaters. That is unacceptable to me. So what I think needs to happen here is I think that Scopely needs to do two things. Scopely needs to apologize to the players that are like me that did nothing wrong. They need to apologize for having called them exploiters and cheaters, which is clearly not what happened. They need to apologize for having singled them out and not giving them compensation. Then they need to give them the compensation. Although I'm less concerned about the actual compensation. Like I said, I don't actually care about seven officer shards, and I certainly don't care about any of the officers that are releasing in these arcs. They were never a priority for me. But I think that Scopely needs to apologize. And then I think that Scopely needs to make a commitment to change their process. They need to ask, they need to say, when we do this, is this going to be perceived negatively? And if they don't have the capability of figuring out how the players are going to perceive this, then they need to involve people who are actually players to find out, whether that's the content creators, whether that's the moderators. They need someone else to go, this was a bad idea, because I'm pretty sure the content creators and moderators all would have told them, this looks bad. Why are you guys doing it this way? This looks bad. So somebody, since they're clearly incapable of doing this on their own, they need to make a commitment to change the way that they are going to do things like this in the future. And they need to make sure that they are not going to appear or actually be punitive towards the players. If they do both of those things, there's a real strong probability I would come back because I want to play Star Trek Fleet Command. If, if EA bought Star Trek Fleet Command today, I'd start playing again and I would drop a stupid amount of money because that's the player I am. But I cannot give money to a company that operates this way. This is an unacceptable way for them to operate. They need to apologize and they need to change. So I, I saw this in the chat and, and I'm going to read it because it, it's the same kind of perspective that, that I had, Bubba. I, I actually, I think I said these exact words. This seems like a strange hill to die on. And, and Daddy Dave, no, it, it, I, I understand what Simpy is saying because I had a very similar reaction. Like, Scopely has done stuff like this. They've screwed things up. They have offended us. They have handled things wrong. Uh, Mantis comp, anybody? Like, we've been here. This is not new. Okay, but here's the difference, right? So what if, DJ, what if, right, instead of giving Mantis comp to the people that have a Mantis, they gave it out to everyone that doesn't, including the people that only got it like the day before. They're giving it to everyone else. We're, we're sorry, uh, Mantis comp to everyone that doesn't have a Mantis. You're looking, you're going, I just unlocked my Mantis. I'm the one being screwed over here. This is the problem. If they gave out Mantis Comp to everyone, it's fine. If they give it out to no one, it stinks, but it's fine. It's not singling out players. It's not being punitive towards any individual or group of players. But the Mantis That's Comp was supposed problem. to be to the players who did own the Mantis. Would that not have been punitive to somebody who didn't buy in? No, because they don't have the Mantis. 
Okay. Which I agree with, for the record. All right, I'm just trying to illustrate points to, to some if people If they were the doing Mantis Cobb for an event that happened that anybody could score in, you just got a bazillion times more points if you had a Mantis. That's different. But this is something specifically to having a Mantis and not being able to use it. If you don't have a Mantis, then you were not affected by this. Just like they didn't give compensation to anyone who didn't score in the leaderboard. Although there are people that scored in the leaderboard that didn't upgrade the building, but they scored in the leaderboard and they got compensation. That's acceptable. Well, that uh, I, I mm, that's a bit that's a bit of an iffy topic because you know you have time zones exist. <clears throat> it's global. The event starts the same time, like the the same UTC time for everyone. So so that that whole that whole thing. Oh, we only give compensation for people that actually scored sometimes is a bit I don't know I have so, so in certain situations I have a bit of an issue with that um but sure so here's the thing all right I, I asked the same question to Bubba maybe maybe this is a culmination all right is it the straw that broke the camel's back G6 has been bad. He hates hazards. The content enterprise arc has been less than miserable. Uh, it, it's just not been good. It's not been a good couple of months for Bubba Joe. It's not been a good couple of months for, for G6 players in general. Um, you guys can see how excited some of us have been. Hell, I got the ship for free and I still haven't built it. Right? I mean, I just not, I'm not interested in this. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I, I act, Crazy enough, I actually liked the show. Kinda, a little bit. It's th just none of this content is exciting to me. I maintain what I said on day one, Bubba Joe. It's another loop, another hostel, another refinery, another thing to do that I don't care about anymore. That being said, you have chosen this hill, right? This is your hill. And you, if Scopely came back right now and offered you the seven shards, you're not reinstalling the game. Not if it doesn't come with a public apology. Yeah, no, this needs public communication of like, okay, we handled this wrong. We are sorry. We are going to do better in the future. Have we heard that before? And did it make a difference? I mean, so I'm not... So, DJ, I'm glad you bring that up. Yeah. Because would you say that in the last 18 months that Scopely has improved... Yes, I would. Okay. Would you say that there has been a pretty steady improvement both in communication and non-technical capabilities within the game? To a degree. Yes, I would. I mean, no one's going to say lag is better. I'm not I mean, it's maybe a little bit better, but you know, there are technical problems with the game. I do not I do not I do not argue that point. There are things with the game. But the communication has been significantly better than it was 18 to 24 months so you're, ago. So what you're saying they, is if they came out and apologized and committed to doing better, you put stock in that message because, in your opinion, what they said to us a year and a half ago has been improved upon. It has been delivered is what you're saying. You heard what Echo said, and you feel that he has made a positive impact, that Scopely has made a positive adjustment in overall – uh, their delivery of this product. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So if they apologized to you and said, we screwed this up, that that you would have faith in those words coming from, from Echo 
Well, I also think that it needs to come with a, we're going to do things differently, a commitment that they are not going to let something like this happen again. Because while they can say, we're sorry for this, that's good, but you can't do this again. This can't, you can't have a conversation within the walls of Scopely that starts or ends with how do we punish the players? Like you can say, I want to make this expensive. That's different. You can say, I want to make this hard. That's different. But you can't come, cannot have a conversation within the walls of Scopely that says, how can we punish the players? Cause they figured something out that we didn't. That can never be a conversation that happens. That culture has to stop. Yeah. Also, I, so I, they I, need I to make like a to... commitment that that's going to stop. They need to make a commitment that that's going to stop and that they are going to do things differently, whether that's running things by CCs, running them by mods, finding other players that they can trust, doing something differently than what they did. It's an apology and, an, and doing something different. Okay. So where does I, that I leave do... us? I'm sorry, Rip, go ahead. I, I, I do genuinely think... A lot of things in the STFC world have improved, except quality of engineering. But that's a just putting that out there. <laughs> well, I, I throw that I, so throw that I, random yeah, nugget in there. I am far more forgiving of the engineering problems, <laughs> Ripper. I, I, at this point, I'm not. Sorry. Well, it's it, been too long. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. All right, so so let me let me summarize with this because this is about our time, Bubba, and. And I want to give you the final, the final moments here, the final uh, commentary, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute the rest of the stage. Bubba, this is a decision that you and I have talked about uh, for the last several days. It's one that, that honestly, absolutely breaks my heart, and um, it is where you have indicated to me that that Scopely has pushed you into this corner. But um, that all being said, at this moment, what is it that you would like to say to the community in what may be your final public stage appearance? So one of the things that I've always put forward is to enjoy what you enjoy. If If this is not a big deal for you, then you do you. I'm not asking for a mass exodus. I think it would be felt if there was, but I'm not asking for that. I don't think it's that needs to happen. If you still enjoy Star Trek Fleet Command, then play Star Trek Fleet Command. If you think that what Scopely did is fine, then do what Scopely, then deal with that. Then accept that. Um, I can't be a part of the community of Star Trek Fleet Command while Scopely doesn't apologize and make changes. That's not, I can't be a part of their company as far as um, supporting them financially or supporting them through any other access. I can't. It's just, I, that is, that is too far for me to go. It's why I left the discords. It's why I left. And, and someone pointed out to me, he's like, Hey, I see you're on a couple of discords, but you've left a lot of them. And I had completely forgotten about those discords because they're all in a little folder and I will be leaving them after this because I can't have this constant reminder of something that I enjoyed doing but can't do anymore because I can't support the company that does this. And there is not a, there's not a free-to-play path to exist in the game where I am today. Um, 
That's my choice. Uh, I heard some people say earlier, it's like, well, why are you even here? Dude, DJ begged me to come on. I was happy to just go. I, I left. I did not announce my departure. This is not an airport. I did not need to tell people goodbye. I told people I was upset, and then I just disappeared. I stopped dropping from discords. I uninstalled the game, and I moved on. Um, I, I wanted to come and tell this message when DJ asked me to because I think it's an important message to be heard that this is... This is an important issue to me. Corporate culture, the way game companies treat their players, those are very, very important issues to me because they're completely controllable. Just like game design is completely controllable, even in the extent that sometimes they can't do exactly what they want because the engineering is too hard. This is completely controllable and correctable and fixable. And it is unacceptable to me that a game company that players invest their time in could be treated that way. So I can't be a part of the communities. I can't be a part of the, the VIP discords. I can't be a part of this discord. I can't be a part of the show because there are too much. It It is the wrong place for me to be mentally. I cannot support these environments and these situations. So if there isn't an apology, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't expect there to be one. I don't expect that they're going to listen to this. Or if they do, that they're even going to want to apologize. But I can't be here if I'm not playing the game. And I can't be here and supporting through this show, Scopely, if they are going to act the way that they did this last week. So it's unfortunate, and I will miss very many of you, even Dr. Juby. So, um, but that's that's where this has to be. Even Dr. Juby. <laughs> even Dr. Juby. So um, I feel like that's probably the spot that uh, that I will leave it. Maybe they will do something about it. I don't know. I I, I, I agree with Bubba. I don't I don't think they're going to. Um but it is it is kind of a thing. And and so in fairness, Razalon says be a part of the community, punish scopely, not us. We talked about that. We did. Uh and 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 to be perfectly clear, just just for the sake of transparency, I had every intention on giving uh, Bubba, the final word. I, I believe the the podcast will cut uh, right there where where it was, um, and so this now might just be an extra minute or two for for us to kind of hang out for a moment and maybe answer a question. But that is that is going to be the end of the podcast. There is is Bubba Joe's farewell. Um, why can't he be here? Well, <laughs> I asked the same question. I'm not Scopely. Why do you think being here? supports Scopely. Why do you think being being on this show is is in any way beneficial to Scopely? Because we're not Scopely. Uh, as a matter of fact, we give them grief. Just as often as we give them uh, props for things, we give them grief about other things. I feel like we're fair. I feel like we're objective. I feel like we're data-driven. Um, but it's an angry thing. Right? When you're angry, when you're hurt, when you when you have the feeling. Now listen, some people may not get it. You know, I, I see Waffley is is kind of is, is in the chat and maybe doesn't understand your perspective. In all fairness, I didn't either. Bubba, I didn't until I called you and we had a chance to talk much longer than we've talked about it here, even on the show. And I kind of said I, it as much as it pains me, I get it. I do understand 
that that he doesn't want to be around something that he wants to be a part of, but just can't. Right. You know, and can't because he has such a fundamental difference or fundamental um, uh, opposition to to what Scopely has done. And so I guess, and maybe I won't cut the podcast. I don't know, Bubba. You know, I feel like this is an important thing to say because, you know, it does upset us. We, we <sighs> Ripper was on this stage two years ago and says, I'm never leaving. Never going anywhere. Like, they might make me mad. They might screw up a lot of things. I'm never leaving. And yet they found a way. Bubba Joe, my dear friend and brother, whom I've met and hung out with in real life and shared meals with and and bought gifts for and have done excursions with and have spent personal uh, family time with and, and a relationship that I would not trade for anything in the world. A man I call one of my best friends, a man that I call in real life, a man that I called during my divorce, who was a rock for me personally and psychologically when I had nowhere else to go. The fact that I am associated with a reminder of something he no longer wants to be a part of is is disappointing and sad. And here's another pillar of the community who is hanging up his nacelles because of what could only be described as mismanagement from this company. Now, Brett, Waffley, a lot of people might say, I don't know that I get it. I don't know that I fully understand. I don't know that this is the hill that I would choose to die on, and that's okay. That's totally fine. I, I get that. I didn't either. And I'm not saying that you should agree with his position, but you know what? It is his right. When he has had enough, the straw that broke the camel's back might be this. Maybe two years ago, Bubba wouldn't have felt this way. Maybe two years ago, Ripper didn't leave. Maybe two years ago, actually it has been almost two years, maybe three years ago, Trader didn't leave this game. Maybe three years ago, Big Country didn't live this game. Maybe three years ago, Gregor, the original co-host of this show, didn't leave this game. It's sad to me. It's heartbreaking in a way that a property that has brought together generations of fans around hundreds of episodes and, and decades of science fiction family that this community could, could lose family members not because of health, not because of family, not because of work, real life, not because of financial position, but simply because they cannot stand the ethos that this company stands for. The game has ground people down. Even me, who I'm not ready to quit, but I've certainly played less. I've certainly not put in the time that I used to put in. I've certainly not. I rely on blue. I rely on jewels and carkin and putts. I, I don't. I don't 
play with the same vigor that I used to. How many, when was the last time you guys saw me post an announcement at Event Reset that, hey, by the way, here's the entire event breakdown. Here's how you do this. Here's the math. Here's what you do here. Here's how you get to that reward, and here's the best way to do it. I don't do that anymore either. I almost wonder, Bubba, if I'm even worth it as a content creator for this game anymore because I'm not teaching people shit anymore. I mean, I'm really not. Like, we're coming, we're hanging out, we're, we're having fun, and we do other things, and we might play a game. And, and, but am I a good content creator for this game anymore? I don't know. I don't know. And this makes me sad. This makes me wonder what I'm even doing here. And now, a man that that has probably been the biggest gift to me from Scopely, from Star Trek, is leaving the game because of something so stupid. And it makes me sad. So with that, um, I, I guess we would end the show here, Bubba. And, and if you would, maybe, I don't mean to make you repeat yourself, but if there's anything over your... Four years of community, your four years of participation with the show, um, your four years of of memes, and Bubba Joe is always right, and and all of the things. You are wrong. Just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. The merchandise, the t-shirts, the geography quizzes. Bubba, we've had so many amazingly good times, and I would like to invite you to say your farewell at this time as we prepare to close the show. So to answer the very important question that was asked uh, as I stopped talking is, yes, you can still use the memes. Yes, you can still use sit down and be wrong. I have no ill will towards my likeness being used to uh, poke fun, especially at my dear friend DJ. Um, that does not mean that I want to be a part of this community in any sort of active way. But uh, I, I think that this is kind of a part of the community um and uh it's it's more or less a healthy part of the community and helps people voice things in maybe a slightly less aggressive manner um so i think that it's it's positive so i hope that people if they enjoy the game they continue to enjoy the game and if they don't enjoy the game that they find something else to do um i'm in a position where i i cannot support the company like this um, because of this and because of that, I have to separate myself because it's a temptation. It's a constant, uh, it's a constant pull on, you know, uh, it, it's, it's going to be a constant reminder of what has happened that I just, I can't, I can't handle. That's just not something that's going to be, um, palatable for me so i've got to take this this step these steps and that's like i said when i uninstalled the game i left all the discords for this very reason it's got to be this way and that's you know maybe sad and unfortunate but it is what it is and that's where we're at so um anyway i wish you all the best uh and uh you know maybe something good comes out of this and uh we all can move on with our lives but uh uh, I'm not expecting that. And as DJ kind of said the same thing, it's not my expectation of what will happen here. 
Well, with that, Bubba, I appreciate you, your contributions to the community. I wish you the absolute best and uh, live long and prosper, my friend. Take care of yourself, DJ.